gate art works. What? Like so, have, some people just can eyeball it. Some people can see no, a gay nigga from across Haitians the street. Haitians definitely got gay art. The Haitians were pointing out niggas that are gay now no, 20 years ago. Dead. My dad was saying he's a bunch dead. of niggas who are gay now. He was calling them queers 20 minutes, 20 years ago. Yeah. My dad, he's not gay, man. He likes basketball. <laughs> he said queer, and I don't want him around here. <laughs> 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 Yo, that's what's lit, bro. What's crazy is that, like, our, my parent, my father is still a openly homophobic man. Like, that's not gonna change. No one's gonna make my father me too shit. Okay, no one's gonna make my father be compliant or PC. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah, you, you, you just gotta wait for them niggas to die. Yeah. The same way we're, the same way we're still waiting on the the old get off my lawn nigger kind of person to die. Yeah. You gotta wait on these. We have to wait on homophobic people to die. It's the baby boomers. But but hold on. What what classifies homophobia? Because that's necessarily when you use that definition, that's a fear of something. Just because I don't like. The Talk action cool. doesn't mean Church. that I'm scared Church. of gay people. Talk to these niggas, man. Hold on. Let, let's drop the intro let, first. Let's, yeah, let's, let's do the intro. Let's do the intro. The <laughs> <laughs> niggas about to preach. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now I'm intrigued. <laughs> now you're listening you know, I like to the um, NWO podcast. I put the H on it to emphasize it's nigga. <laughs> Ladies and gents, niggas and niggas, this is the NWO Podcast coming to you live and direct as we typically love to do. Listen as you listen to the smooth tunes and plus croons. Hey, we some niggas. With a penis, 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 nigga with a penis, nigga with a penis, nigga, nigga with a penis, nigga with a penis, nigga, nigga with a penis, nigga with a penis, nigga, nigga with a penis, nigga with a penis, nigga. Me, Benny, and Chris. Ricky's also in this. Oh, Black Tina and Flashy in here with the big sister Ashley. Shit ain't sweet, no flying. Pulled up with my brother Hassan. And we about to get groovy. Pull out cameras, bitch, because we about to make a movie. Sipping sangria, mmm, automata pia. Chris in the corner rolling up a trio. Trying to get these bitches off me. I don't know how to drop a higher Leah. Cause they addresses is weird and shit. Got these bitches stroking on my beard and shit. I ain't got no fears and shit. Saving the world like a planeteer and shit. My dog brought some kin. And I'm about to dig up in that. Chasing with Gatorade, puss ass niggas hating. We call that Haterade. We call that Haterade. My swag is what my mama made. I'm about to get your mama laid. Bitches singing like Lady Mama Lay. Okay, okay, that's enough. I'm just bullshitting.
It's always appreciated, plus. <laughs> <laughs> no one wants to give you your flowers, but I'm going to give them to you. Thank you, brother. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, welcome back, my people. This is the NWO Podcast. I'm one-fourth of your host, Benesee Take a Shot at Me, and I'm joined by my brothers in buffoonery, plus Yo. Ricky the Prince, Yo. Vegan Trap Lord, and we're joined today by very by two very special guests, Poochie That Fashionista, Ashley Hey. All power to the people. Oh, Jesus. And we got another very, very, very special guest. We got none other than Mr. Brother Hassan in the building. Hey. Peace, peace, black family. How's everyone doing? Uh, feeling good, we feeling in here. good. <laughs> very good. Sorry, I'm choking on the marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> it was given to very us loud. by the Lord. <laughs> the Lord I, saw fit to bless us. I didn't know the nigger tree was going to be this profound. <laughs> It's in the name. <laughs> the name um, is niggas. Uh, everybody good? Everybody great? Yeah. Okay. I want to start this with, uh, because we got a bunch of old ass people at this table. So I want to ask a real question. Um, Ashley, when's the last time you had to run full ass speed? Like full ass speed. Last time I had to run full ass speed was actually... Three years ago, when I got chased by some dogs. <laughs> she didn't get very far. <laughs> <laughs> and I climbed on this guy I was dating's car, and I hurt my knee. But the very next day, I ended up at the wedding with the knee brace, but I didn't let it stop me. <laughs> Wait, is that what happened? <laughs> Wait, that's why you was there? I didn't know that. That's what happened. I got chased by a dog that's and hurt my knee. That's an embarrassing ass story. Yo, so so, when, you so landed on, when you landed on the car, was the car total? <laughs> <laughs> Piece of shit. Piece of shit. Uh, shit. Why is she laughing? <laughs> Hassan, when's the last time you had to run full ass speed? I can't even remember, brother. I ain't even gonna lie to you. I ain't running nowadays. Anything come my way, I'm ready for it. So I ain't running. <laughs> I'm militant. That's some real shit. I don't, I don't run from shit. Except <laughs> some dogs. <laughs> oh, God. Ben, when's the last time you full-on sprinted? I full-on sprint every day, man. I've been outrunning these motherfucking bills, and I'm never going anywhere. <laughs> I feel like I'm on a fucking treadmill, to be honest. <laughs> you just can't answer simple questions. That is hilarious. Richard, last time you full-ass ran. Uh, maybe a couple of days ago, uh, my um, Aria ran out the house after Chaser pretty fast. Why are kids so suicidal, bro? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Let's give a round of applause for a dad moment. That's a dad moment. Right? <laughs> a dad you, moment. Gotta, you gotta yeah, appreciate that. Bro. Black fathers matter. Yeah. Black fathers matter. Yeah, <laughs> they fearless, bro. Fearless, bro. She don't it's give a terrifying. Shit. And at the time baby. she did it, like, there's like delivery trucks around the house, there's Uber drivers, there's all types oh, of shit going on. and the door was cracked open and she opened that bitch and all you heard was little fuck. I was like, Aria. And you call her name. She's looking back and she's laughing and running faster. It's a game. Yeah, catch me, daddy. Catch me. Oh, when I caught her, I caught her. She won't be doing that no more. Yeah, I know. You got to teach him a lesson. Chris, last time you full ass, full out ran, brother. That would probably be a couple Sundays ago, man. I play basketball every Sunday, so. Okay, yeah, that's full speed shit. Balling on these fuck niggas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
nigga, I had to run for the bus last week in New York. That shit was tragic. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was I wasn't prepared to run. You know, I was out there flip flops. Yeah, I was worried about it. So it's blah, 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 like blah, 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 blah. They make it seem like New York is nothing but taxis and subways. No, nah, but those buses are there. Niggas just got too much pride. I don't have that. I'm on that bitch. Uh, I'm on that bus- bitch. I'm trying the, to get there. Are the buses like how they, they are down here? Or is it different? No, they're these bigger, hoes come bigger. every... They're bigger. They got Wi-Fi. They got charger plugs. And they turn, my nigga. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, New yeah. York is a different monster. They got roots. Yeah. <laughs> and these hoes is out there religiously every eight to 15 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. So if you miss like, one, it's not too bad. Regular New Yorkers don't run for them shits because eh, another one's coming. Not me. I had to get there. <laughs> Personally. Why is he running? <laughs> Were you in the Bronx? No, I don't go there. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> in, that's the thing. When people in the city tell you don't go over there, I follow those rules. So the funniest world star comment I've ever read online, shout out to my people from the Bronx too because I don't want to sound like I'm shitting on them, but I read a comment one time on World Star, and somebody said the Bronx is the only place you can slip and fall, scrape your knee, and get full blown AIDS. Wow. <laughs> Shout out to my people in the Bronx, though. No disrespect, bro. Like when I'm in Brooklyn, in Queens, like everybody's saying one, they're united in one thing: don't go to the Bronx. There's a comedy show there, fam. How much they paying you? It's not worth it, bro. Don't go. Wait, you getting off a what train stop? Nah, bro. Stop three stops before and go back home. It's not worth it. I literally posted on my um, Snapchat a few years ago how I was visiting my homeboy who lives in the Bronx. He parked. He was like, stay here. Don't move. That nigga run inside and beat up his barber. (laughs) (laughs) You see what I mean, though? You see what I mean? Yo, shout out to the Bronx, man. Shout out to the Bronx. I promise you, I can't make this up. Why? This nigga nigga went home, saw his tape. I'm going to fuck this nigga up. He had half a haircut when he came out. Why you bring me to to commit this crime? I'm here on vacation. I didn't come here to be no accessory to no ass whipping. Don't you hate when a nigga make you an accessory? You didn't. I did not come for that. He said, wait here, like he's about to go get changed or some shit. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga wants to go whoop ass, dog. (laughs) Okay. Nigga wants to go whoop somebody's ass, bro. Um, I don't give a fuck when we drop this episode, but we would be remiss if we did not immediately celebrate. Fuck you all. Um, Idiot. (laughs) Because I don't know what's going on here. But we would be completely remiss if we didn't celebrate um, the guilty verdict of uh, Amber Geiger. Amber Geiger, fucker. Uh, puss that hoe. Uh, puss that bitch. Yes, yeah, uh, Bitch that hoe. Puss that hoe. My nigga. Um, crackers. <laughs> and and, and, and this, this, shit, this shit affects me a little bit more only because um, both, in, both in Gene, his best friend, I know her personally, like his best friend. And um, just seeing what she had to go through, and, and she's giving me like the whole background of what's going on. Like from the day he got shot, <clears throat> she hit me up because I saw it on her Instagram. I'm like, "Oh, you knew him?" And she's like, "Ricky, that was my best friend." And she just posting all these pictures with them together. And she was just in Dallas like two weeks prior to that. I actually hit her up today to see how she was doing. But <clears throat> just to see like the effects that it, like you don't even like because the story is so big they don't even you don't you never stop to think about the family and what they what they're going through you know what i'm saying like i think this was a pretty pretty monumental day because we don't see endings like this where a white person gets convicted for murdering a black person bro my th- the nigga was in his Charged. house 
Not murdered. He was in his house. Right. Like, you can't be more innocent than minding your fucking business in your house. That's as innocent as a nigga can be. That's crazy, dog. I mean, you already guilty by your skin color. There is no such thing as innocent when you're black. The fact that they needed all of this hullabaloo. 100%. That's what I'm saying. That's the crazy part. And then they they had some, I forgot what it was called, this the CG thing that they were going to try to to enforce, you know what I'm saying? Like what you and then the judges reading the verdict, you're just the like castle doctrine. Talking about the castle. Yeah, doctrine. the cal- like what the fuck, bro? Like I thought the lady was gonna walk this shit. I thought she was gonna. Skate I mean, they this have shit. white sacrifices. Sometimes they'll throw yeah. a little white. Throw right, right. Yeah, they'll throw you a bone. Like well, nigga, calm down. Well, best believe the, the next corner. ten killings. Yeah. Oh, nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. They went to her like, hey Amber, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. This one here is this just pretty black and white. You have to take one for the you, nation. We, White power. We said <laughs> we said you could kill the nigger, but we didn't say you can go in his house. Come on, come on. Use some yeah. cooth here. Like Dave, like Dave Chappelle said, sprinkle some crack on him. Come yeah. on, <laughs> something. Like she didn't wait. She didn't follow any protocol. No, no, no. She's like, oh, I'm gonna skate this. I'm a white blonde. Fuck you, bang. Like, come on, bro. Like, bro. but that's a big problem in America. We we talk about white male patriarchy and white supremacy, but we never talk about the white woman and her implications in white supremacy hmm. and the things that she hmm. do. You know what I'm saying? Because again, the white woman is raised. In that crack ass bastard male oh, that we that we banging on every day. We need to he come he come out and help pussy. God, you know what I'm saying? So and we got to talk about that. Yeah. What's most, crazy? Most black yeah. men that were lynched were lynched because of white women. Come on, right, right, right. most communities that were destroyed. And in 2019, white women have somehow shifted under the umbrella of being a victim because of the Me Too movement. So it's like they've never had an opportunity to be a victim like this. Like women, like they've never been victims before, white women. They've always just been like a, I guess an unblamed party in the bullshit. Mm -hmm. But now they've shifted over to full on I'm a fucking victim. Woe is me. You can't talk to me that way. That's why I hate, I hate I have that Me plight. Too shit. I hate it. I, I, I read an article shit. In, a, in a magazine. I'm sorry to cut you. No, you're good. No. Where, um, the majority of slave owners were white women because after their husband died, they inherited all the slaves mm-hmm. and they would never free them. They no. would just pass them on and pass them on. Of so course. when you talk about white women and white supremacy, they go hand in hand. Absolutely. We got we to keep that shit in Absolutely. line, man. You know, So that's why I'm 100% against interracial dating. Um, if it ain't black, you whack. That's facts. What was that thing you went to in New Orleans where you saw the plantations and stuff? What was? <clears throat> oh God damn, I forget the guy's name, bro. I went to go. No, you're not going to switch. You were trying to switch subject. No, 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 plantation? The Whitney plantation, the Desterham <laughs> plantation. No, I was saying because one of my one of my friends went to one of the plantations and it was a story just like that. Where I think it was the Whitney. It was the plantation with the dude who escaped New Orleans, went to Haiti. And then came back, tried to revolution. Destraham. Destraham Plantation. Destraham Plantation. And it led to the Whitney Plantation. Yes. Like 60 miles out. Yeah. And they snitched on him and got the whole squad bammed up. Yeah. That was the biggest revolution in American history. The biggest slave revolt ever. They cut off all the slaves' head that revolted and put them, laid them out 60 miles out. On stakes. Stakes, yeah. Bro, so a dude did like the the art, like uh, replica of it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, they gate it off and they warn you before you go inside, hey, it's going to be breathtaking and scary. I'm like, I'm a grown-ass man. Let me see that shit. Until you see that shit. Bro, that shit is soul-shaking. Yeah, she um she was telling me that she went with her boyfriend and that um one of the plantations they visited was this these two white people. Um, They had, like, 20 slaves or whatever. The white woman, when she married the dude, she was, like, 17. He died when she got became, like, 30. And she said in the story... 
she became even more ruthless than the the dude ever was. Like she was more evil than the dude. Like just she was just killing them and just like just torturing them. So like they would have babies and she would just torture the babies. There's a law that goes back in Virginia called and she the would Casual fuck the men. Killing Act. <laughs> the black men. She would fuck this up. Man. Called the Casual Killing Act. And basically, it says that you can kill an enslaved person if you were trying to correct them in the process. And so white women were the biggest target. Y'all can look this up. And uh, white women were the biggest target of this because they would kill the biracial children of the husband. Yeah. Right? Because they were, they were jealous and they were upset. Yeah. You got to look at the word. Actually, look at the word mistress. The word mistress, we use it today as a term for woman on the side. But back then during slavery, the white woman was the mistress because they called her mistress. Yeah. Right? So when you look at that etymology and see how it's used today, as a woman on the side, the white woman was the woman on the side. That's she was the woman on the side. <laughs> Chris is how, how the people are saying uh, uh, getting his life in the corner. Okay, so talk to me about your biggest reason for why um, interracial dating isn't helpful. Or productive. You, Hassan, I'm gonna look at you. He's looking at me like anybody wanna go first? No, I'm gonna before let, I let off? go first. No, I wouldn't no, no. already. Y'all want no, me no. to go off again? No, because you said it and, and we, we got distracted. I just want you to finish your line of thought. Okay, well, um every I got a question. Go ahead, brother. All right. What determines your 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 black? Like what determines that before you get into interracial? Because I'm dating a Haitian and a Hispanic girl. Is she black? She's about she. Well, what type of Hispanic? Because you got the Ameda Negros who are African descent. Nah, 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 nah. Well, then she's mixed. Then she's Gloria Estefan yeah. Spanish. She's mixed. She she's mixed. <laughs> so she's not black. Nah, she's not black. Even if she owns that shit. Nah, she's not black. There's 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 a there's socially black and then there's genetically black, right? Barack Obama will be what we consider socially black, meaning that people see him as a black person, but he's not black. Genetically, be to be black, you need two black parents to create blackness. Barack Obama came from the legs of a white woman. A white woman cannot produce a black child. That's genetically impossible to do that. African people, which we are all in this room, can produce every race, even albinos. White people can only produce one race, and that's their race. So that person is mixed. But to say why I'm totally against interracial dating is because everything is political. This conversation right now is political. The news is political. What we learn in school is political. Everything, your opinions are political, right? And so I'm good on the soapbox. Let me know. No, 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 no turn up. He just, this is what he does with the music. Okay, so when we um, marry, that's a political statement. Who you marry is a political statement because, that's especially in society. She said the same thing. Yeah, in this society. You said the same thing. <laughs> black men don't live that long, right? And so all your resources that you acquire throughout your life, eventually when you die, is going to go to a white person. And that, that white person necessarily is not going to put it into the black community. They're going to take it back to their community. That's why Michael Jackson kids make me so angry, bro. That's my <laughs> that's my biggest thing. Blanket? Besides the name Blanket. Is you moonwalked to give that shit away. Oh, yeah, that's another problem, too. No niggas have that money. That's another problem that we Your have, Your hero. To. We'll build wealth off the black community and then give it back to white people. That's a huge problem that's that insane. we have in our community. Mother, that's insane. mother and sister... Inherited the bulk of that money. Yeah. I hope so. They did. Yes, they did. I hope so. So yeah, they kept Janet it. Yeah. And Catherine, yeah. they inherited the bulk. So what do kids his have? Kids have a trust fund, but aside, like his, like five hundred million dollars, they've inherited that. Who, who inherited the rights? Because that's where the real money is. His mother Mom. and his sister. Yeah. Okay. And, and Catherine. Karen's gonna be out of. The, I mean, Catherine's gonna be out of there 
any yeah. Dana. But Janet, the Janet with the, the cold. I mean, She's the cold executive. Yeah, Janet's eternal. Mixed race child too, so she. she of course, on, she yeah, on the train too. You know what the Jacksons do. Yeah. I don't think any of them went with a nigga. Let's not make this about Mike, all right? Let's, let's, no, no, it's more about the family. Not, it's not so that we're here. It's a problem because if you look at, let's say, Africans in America, <laughs> and I, when I say Africans in America, I mean African Americans, they're five generations into this society, right? And you can't name a generation like the Trump family who goes back five generations in America uh-huh. who has that generational wealth. Because one of the biggest problems that we have is keeping our sexual organs to ourselves and stop interracial dating when, it, when we get money. AKA keeping the blood pure. The keeping blood. the blood pure and keeping Wait, the money black. There's not. You can't name one black family that has five, five generations, generations of, of wealth. money that stayed black. And niggas been getting money since the lady that made the perm. What's her name? Uh, uh, Madam C.J. Walker. Madam C.J. Walker. <laughs> I mean, you got black families who've been doing it here in America, but you can't name one that's generational wealthy because we. Marry outside our race. Does anybody, anybody have their, their, their contraband with them? Their, their guns? What happened? Somebody at the door? No. We got that fire! <laughs> I, I don't. Hold on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let them know. Yeah, I'm militant, so everywhere I go is with me, baby. I'm militant. Um. Oh, shit, that's my homie outside. You say he outside. <laughs> oh, okay. One nigga chose the back door. Oh, they, these niggas got to go through back doors and shit. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be saying fuck white people walk through front doors. <laughs> I mean, I do it every day. <laughs> and you end, you end up on the roof of cars and shit with the knee braces. <sighs> Speaking of doing wild shit, like being on the um, roof of cars, um, <laughs> our brother Kanye is making a gospel album. Wait, 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 wait. What the hell? Yeah, oh, gang shit, nigga. Gang shit, gang shit. <laughs> <laughs> gang, gang. <laughs> it's a real nigga in the building. So Kanye's making an album. We got yeah, so, so. just came in, by the way. How you doing, brother? Yeah. I think a long time, long time friend of the family. Uh, what was I going to say? Kanye's uh, making an album. Yes, Kanye's making a gospel album. So I want you guys to understand now, he's also a guy who's done shit like Jesus Walks before. So it's not like him being religious is out of character. No, so it's not. So I character. guess what I'm saying is, do we think this is a genuine this is a genuine move at making good gospel music? Or is this his way of tap dancing himself back to niggas? I think that's, why, that's how I see it. I seen like he, he uh, pissed off a lot of black people and... What's the easiest way to get black people back on your side? Throw throw some throw a gospel choir on a raw ass beat. <laughs> black people are gonna be on your side. They're gonna support it. You know what I'm saying? Because the shit sound fire. It sounds amazing. It sound fire. That boys remixed a genuine song. Oh, and all, no. oh my gosh! They remixed the Aaliyah he's, song. He's pulling a Ray Charles right now. Is what he's yeah. Saying. And me and my brother was having this conversation. My brother, he my brother is soul. He's like, nah, man. He's always been on this. This is what he does, he but. Has. No, I mean because like it's not like he's new to like. No, he's not. He's not new to heavy religious religious influences in in his music. Yeah, I I can even speak from um, when I was attending Trinity Church and I used to serve in ministry, and he used to silently go to the first service that was early in the morning, and he was there um, first quarter, and they baptized him. It wasn't it wasn't publicized. It wasn't videotaped. We weren't even really kind of like allowed to like tell people that he was attending service like it was literally kept under wraps and i think this is really genuine i i do believe though um spiritually speaking whenever you take the the stance on i'm going to 
like say for instance we're gonna use Mel Gibson like when he did The Passion of the Christ after that Buddy went off the deep end yeah so when you're spiritually open and you choose to take that route like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna serve like I'm gonna basically go the route of like exposing God's um, work you need to be covered spiritually you need to be sp- covered because if you're not you're in the world and you're gonna be attacked um. so I feel like Kanye West not even feel like I know that Kanye West was attacked after he did Jesus Walked. And he he even acknowledged it. So he did go off the deep end majorly. And I I don't want to say, like, I feel like we're reaching when we're talking about him tap dancing, trying to get black people back. He could have got black people back by by going back to the original Kanye that he was back in the day. He no, had he to can't. Take the His wife not black. He can't do that. What he I'm saying that. is he could have attempted to. <laughs> he can't go to. back. He, he, was, he could have attempted to, but he didn't take that route. He, he in a sunken place. Route. So is, is anybody here Christian? I'm sorry, sis. Anybody here Christian? Yeah. I yeah. am, probably. All right. So I'm going to say this. Don't get offended. Fuck that Christianity shit. <laughs> That's fine. All right. hey. that, fuck that Christianity shit. That's, like I said, everything that we do and think and act in is a political move. All right? So we're in a system of racism and white supremacy that works in nine elements of human activity. Right? Uh, education, entertainment. Labor, law, politics, religion, sex, war, and healthcare. And I'm pretty sure I forgot one of them. But this system that we're in justifies the mistreatment and the indoctrination of that Christianity religion. So I don't deal with it because I know the effects of it. I don't deal with Islam. I don't deal with Christianity because I know that everything is political. We're the the only people who have accepted the idea that you should forgive the people who mistreat you. And that's why financially we can't do group economics because when I tell a black brother, yo, man, why you fucking with them for? Oh, man, but, the, you know, God say forgive and he don't see no color. And listen, the cracker ain't go around the world train, changing all the paintings to be white for no reason. He understands that when he give you something white to worship, whether you, I can say right now, everybody close your eyes and say Jesus in your head. And I guarantee that crack going to pop up. Even if you say right Jesus is black, head. even if you say Jesus is black, once you think of the idea of this white man, it's going to pop in your head. I mean, so, even so the description in the Bible goes against that. Like, the description does not describe this white man that they speak of. But, I mean, that's why my when I close my eyes, I don't envision no crack-ass cracker. I envision <laughs> a black man, if you read the Bible. But going off of that, like, I, I understand. I, like, it, nothing sickens me more than hearing black people say, oh, fuck who you worship. or Like, because there's nothing more that divides black people than religion. And that's one of the main factors, like, why, like, how Trump talked about the Civil War today, if there was a Civil War to break out today, we would fail miserably because we choose to make religion such a big aspect of why we're different. No, fuck that. Whether you, despite who you worship, despite who you, who, who you love, despite who you decide, to, like whether you're gay or straight, you're still a nigga. And we need to acknowledge that. We need to stop making that such an important song. Why we're, oh, black people this, black. No, fuck that. At the end of the day, these crack ass crack, they're gay, they're Christian, they're atheists. They're, but at the end of the day, they all fucking stick together. So we need to stop as black people they got attacking a code. who they worship. Or they have who a code. each other worships. That, nothing sickens me more than that. We're going to always be divided. Always. Let me, let me address that. There's a code aligned with that. See, Malcolm said that white people speak religion. Black people live religion. So when we're reading the Bible that says forgive and et cetera, et cetera, it's a political thing that has been given to us. Anybody seen the movie Birth of a Nation? Nate Parker made it very clear in that movie that it was political reasons why this religion was forced on us as, as purpose to any other religion. Because when we came here, we, went to, we came to Haiti, Jamaica, wherever we landed at, that was not our religion. 
So it was forced on us for a reason, for that mentality to, to persist in us right now to say, man, well, we shouldn't worry about that. You, we should worry about that because that has a lot to do with how we live and, and um, move throughout our life. Imagine if people really didn't believe in God. They wouldn't, they wouldn't necessarily move the way they move. They think that a higher power was watching them. And I'm not, I'm not an atheist because I believe in my ancestors and I believe in those that came before me. But when you have an idea that someone's always watching you, right? which that's what the slave master put, put, slave master put in our mind, <laughs> you're going to be on guard. You're always going to be on guard. Matter of fact, I'll share a quick little story right quick. This came from my professor, somebody that I look up to. He had a driver that was working for a rich white man, and the rich white man was an atheist. And he said, why do you give so much money to the church if you're an atheist? He said, so I could sleep good at night. So he could sleep good at night, meaning that, He's going to give money to the church so people can go out and promote this idea of forgiveness. So he ain't got to worry about people taking revenge against him. He ain't got to worry about people trying to raise up against him because everybody's on that forgiveness tip. Because, yeah, of course. Nothing a broke nigga need more than Jesus and hope. I mean, this still doesn't touch on how if there was a civil war today, how we would all still be divided. Oh, you're gay, so you this. You're, you worship God, so you this. You work like, like, I just, I can't get past how sorry, we continuously like, Oh, I can't get past how we continuously like like to point out what's different within us instead of acknowledging what's the same within us, which is being black. At the end of the day, we need to acknowledge that there may be a civil war that will fully break out. Fuck who you <laughs> fuck who you don't acknowledge who you worship. Fuck who you don't acknowledge that this person sleeps with. Fuck all that. At the end of the day, Wait. we black and we have that common ground. We need to be on one accord. But what about when the Christians start down. bringing in white people during the civil war and say, "Well, we should forgive them." Yeah, because when you say civil war, like what do you you don't mean like all right throwing hands? We're talking about what Trump Trump is talking about. Like okay, but like what is it? Because I don't see people like right, right taking the streets with with sticks. What do you mean? Nah, they like, taking the streets mean? with guns like they do when they sh- when they shoot at Walmart's nah, in movie theaters. Yes. They not on that for real. These crackers you, not you, on that for real. They not on that oh, for real. Okay. They not on that for real. You okay. Okay. You there was okay. a brother just hung in Baltimore. Oh, okay, they found a brother hanging in Baltimore Keep across the street that. from a school. No, but that's how they're gonna have to do it. Isolate like no one's gonna take the streets and do crazy. So shit. Let, let me just say this: this idea that we classify as democracy is an illusion, right? And this illusion is put out there to have people to believe in the system. When white people do not have anything to believe in, black people will be in trouble. That's a fact. Yep. Black people will really be in trouble. We at a precipice right now in society where black people need to be on guard. They need. To, so I agree with what the sister's saying. I'm just objecting to the fact that a lot of Christians. If a race war do break out, they ain't going to be on shit. They're going to be like, well, let's pray about it. When shootings happen, you see black men holding hands, talking about Jesus going to come and save us. We got to take that mindset. out. How many Christians you know really about that life to say, man, if it goes down, it's going to go down. They're going to pray. They're going to pray. Well, you, my sister, let let me say this. In the system, you're always going to have the exception and the rule. You are the exception to that rule. And I know many just like me. Yeah, but you you are the exception. Y'all still the minority. You know that. I believe so. I feel like the baby boomers are that exception. I think that the... These cell phone ass niggas? No. I think that our generation is a little bit more extremist than our baby boomer parents. I beg and plead to differ. I'll, I'll yeah. say this. I, see, I, I, see, I beg and plead I see to too differ. many grown niggas holding I'll hands say this. and, and praying about shit. If a civil war breaks out where it's to the point where it's life or death, I think that Christian, Jewish, all that shit's getting thrown out of the way. Niggas gonna grab Period. zombs. Niggas gonna Period. grab knives. You're gonna grab something to save your I life. Went to but I do agree with you. Week, but at the end of the day, when it's time to go down, it's the, going down. The basis Period. of Christianity is faith 
and the belief that God is going to provide and take care of you. So Christians do pray to God for protection, so for peace. So if something does happen, a Christian person would be like, you know what? They're sinning. They're out there committing, you know, you know, breaking the Ten Commandments. So we're going to pray against that evil. But me, like you said, like my sister said, I, we are the exception. I am. I'm going to do something about but, it. Because the thing is, like, if a good, ch- like, okay, let's just But say, we are the minority. Let's go crazy. <laughs> Even let's, in the Bible, they, they still rage war. Like, they still raise hell. Like, they still, yeah, they prayed to God, but they still they no. still went out there but and fought. Like, those people weren't as comfortable as motherfuckers are today right now. Let, well, historically speaking, the Bible, nothing in the Bible is actually historically real. Okay. We, we can't name where anybody in the Bible is buried at. I'll give you Jesus. Maybe he rose and he went back to heaven. But you can't name any person in the Bible that historically actually existed. You can't walk up to his grave and say, oh, look at that nigga Moses right there. It, it, it doesn't happen. But you can go back to Egypt, any African place, and you can pull up bones and everything and see this is what this person lived at. So nobody in the Bible historically existed. That's that's one I just want to add out there. That's that's a fairy tale. But the Egyptians, you can't compare the way the Egyptians were buried to any other. Like, even to this day, they, you can go to West they've Africa always too. had, like, a unique way of burial. Like, always. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we can't compare their traditions to ours. Like, we don't have the same traditions. Now, I can, I, you know, like, I can agree when you say, like, we don't know where any of those people are buried. But, like, we also, like, the way their bodies have been preserved, like, that's the same way of saying, okay, like, nobody else existed, as, like, aside from the Egyptians. Like, just because their bodies have been preserved and no one else's, like, so these other people before them didn't exist either? No, like, you, you, go to South, you go to South Africa, you go to West Africa, you go to South America, they have bones, they have... Um, Right, but they have so many preserved bodies where right. they can go to but in South America from like and BC in the Americas. Times? Yeah, that's yeah. only five thousand years ago, bro. Yeah. But when I'm that's not that long ago, it's like five thousand years ago. But what I'm saying is the way that they preserved their bodies was unique. So if yeah, Moses, we can't find his grave, but so you couldn't find the graves or like his grave, like anybody who lived in his times besides the people that whose bodies were actually preserved the way they preserved because they were preserved because of their traditions. Like when you go back to the China, you go to dynasties in China, and you could they go back twenty thousand, forty thousand. But years they preserved their bodies as well. Like the, their traditions were were different. So as then well. the niggas in the Bible are the only ones who, only ones who ain't have it right. Yeah. Well, my thing yeah. is that, okay, so like <laughs> they're the only ones who didn't have their shit go. together. Okay, Everybody like, else had their shit together, but Jesus. But they, but they left the book though. They left the book. No bodies, no book. Do you guys know that on I ninety five? Um, not on I ninety five. There's a t- there's a burial a black burial site in Tampa that there were, there's a whole highway on top of they didn't even fucking know like what I'm saying yeah. I'm using that to like case in point like shit gets like built over or buried like you won't always find everything we just found out about this black burial cemetery that's been built over in Tampa like a couple weeks ago they just found out about this shit we just and that ain't even them. and that <laughs> ain't knew. even they knew, goddamn it. We just found out about we it. Us. Not, they knew. The niggas. Yeah, there is one in the park. Nigga knew it was late. They, but there's multiple of those black ones. Like, they still know. They know. But they Disney have, World is built on niggas' backs right now. I'm certain. I, I just want to backtrack and say that you say that people in the Bible were fighting. To be real with you, most black people don't read the Bible. Most black people do most not read the Bible. Most black people don't read. I, I don't want to say that, I'm, but I, I just want to say I read. that. I just want to say most black people don't read the Bible. So when you make that insinuation... Right to say that. Well, they, they talk about this in the Bible. Niggas ain't reading that. They go to church. They get a good feeling. They get a political mind state on it, and then they just move off of that. 
You know what I'm saying? Even so on Facebook, niggas post fucking um, articles that they don't even read. Nigga, did you read this before you post this? It's like, so we can't even like. Of, of course, they don't read the Bible, nigga. They don't read goddamn textbooks. Like that's our that's that's ultimately gonna be our demise as well. Black I, people I, need to read more as a whole. All right, guys, I want to shift really, really quick. I want to get into this thing. Right I just want to say this before you go though. Right. I was a Christian until I read the Bible, and that's that was my ending point right there. I, I, as a sister, I don't see how you can promote something that actually promotes rape and sodomizing. And you read the Bible, it promotes the rape of women, the okay. mistreatment of women. It's a very misogynistic book. Okay. Black women are blamed, or women in general are blamed for the destruction of, of the world because Adam and Eve yeah, and all that Christ. shenanigans. So I don't see how you can promote that. But there was the also idea before of, Christ and after death. Like, okay. Like I, we can we talk she, about the first commandment and then and then the second? I mean, on, can, I, I can even go with Christ. Christ. I can even go. I can even go with Christ. Can we but. please God? Not. I don't want to please God. <laughs> oh ultimately, God. just to believe Christianity, it takes a huge leap of faith. That's Some niggas want to take That's the leap. That's all it is. Because so, here's really. my thing, right? If you're looking for common sense, you're not going to find it in Christianity. If you have faith, I can agree believe with that, that book, dog. I stepped dog. away for a really long time. Because like that's, it was that's only, literally it was the line. only literally, it literally took faith to bring me back. I stepped away from when I became woke. I stepped completely. You away have from to the suspend church. belief. That's literally, in real I went things. through some real deal stuff that was only God and like it's supernatural and like if I said it to your average human being, they would not believe me. Because it's, of so, it was, it what, really what about the sense. person who isn't believing in God who go through some real deal shit and then they come out of it. Um, but my my whole point with that, God like was in the cut. no one, no one <laughs> he has. He just ain't want no credit for it, but he was in the cut. <laughs> God don't need credit. You feel me? I'm not trying to knock you, sister. I'm not trying to knock you. But no two people have the same experiences. I can't expect you to believe in what I believe in because you haven't been through what I've been through. Gotcha. That's just what it is. Christianity But I just is think as, as a whole, black people need to respect each other's beliefs like other races or like other nationalities and other cultures Niggas do. Niggas only respect one belief, bro. Christianity is. That's, that's the respect, only way we're going to get, one, get, one get ahead. No, what is that? Ahead, What's that belief? Christianity. They only oh, respect yeah. one belief. Jesus. There's only well, one belief. We'll end, we'll end it on this. No, Christianity is faith and accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. That's that's all it is. And if, I, yeah, that's okay. all it is. So I saw this thing online and I thought it was very interesting. It came from... Uh, a friend of mine, Trenere, and she posted this on her Facebook. Um, and it said here, uh, it's no secret that women are getting tougher, in parentheses, not really a good thing. But do y'all see slash feel like men are getting softer, more emotional? Let's not confuse that with the man being able to express himself or display emotion as emotional. So I guess as women are getting stronger, getting tougher and getting more self-reliant. Do you think that's making men in general softer? Uh, My beautiful empress. You wanna... <laughs> I want y'all to go first so I can... I tell y'all was making niggas softer. Huh? This goddamn chicken. <laughs> all the motherfucking chicken these niggas Yo. is eating is making niggas soft, if we're being honest. Um, To give a general answer... Black men in America, specifically in America, have never had control over black women anyway. That's just a fact. I mean, you can go to slavery. We didn't have control over the black woman. After that, it was a little, the black woman was able to get jobs that we weren't able to get. We were pushed out, son to go fight in wars. By the time we came back, the feminist movement popped off. Black men have never officially had control over the black household in America. It's always been female-headed. Jesus Christ. Think about it too. If you Jesus think about a lot of um, think about a lot of Haitian um, a lot of Haitian families and households, 
that was a lot of complaints of the the Haitian husbands that when their wives came to America, they became Americanized, which means they became more liberated, they became more outspoken. You know what I'm saying? Like, and th- that's just not how it is in Haiti or how right. it was in Haiti. So yeah, I can see I can see what you're saying as as a fact. I mean, even you go to African coaches, the women are more submissive. And this is not me knocking African sisters in America. I'm just saying that this culture of um, Americanism has a way of creating niggas, niggas and bitches. You get what I'm saying? Um, Being someone who's traveled around the world, when I see other Africans, I see them emulating what we classify black culture. And it's always the negative stereotypes of what they're permitting out there, right? So America has this nigga-making factory. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I'm dead-ass serious. It produces niggas hey, globally. Wait, one second. Nigga-making nigga factory, factory <laughs> as a title yeah. is... Yeah. I like that. that, that that's an excellent that title. That is the title. <laughs> yo. <laughs> oh, nigga! <yo! laughs> is it good? <laughs> yeah, so... That's one of the things that we got to take into consideration. We got to be careful what we call black culture, man, because it's that nigga-making factory. Ben, are women getting stronger and tougher, making men softer? Are men generally getting softer? Um, I think it, it has a, a lot to do with what Brother Hassan mentioned, but we also have to take into account uh, social constructs in 2019. We have, we have uh, society basically saying that uh, black men aren't in tune with their feelings, so we we tap into that, and then we have this uh, this society where everything has to be PC. We have this society where everything has to be muted, everything has to be encoded in sugar. And again, to touch on his point, we have a softer version of the black male being reproduced from all this, and we have especially these young black boys out here now. We're softer now, we're more in tune, and we think that being that way is uh, going to be conducive to us, like mating and whatnot. But I, I, I don't know what the answer is, but all I know is that I, I do see a generational effect of, of black boys in general becoming a, a little bit too soft and not really being uh, taught how to, you know, stand on, your, on, on both your feet as a black man, be strong as a black man, own your blackness, and be emphatically black. And let me just say, that is by design. So one of the things that my teacher teaches, Dr. Amos Wilson, bless the ancestor, he says that if you want to understand a problem, don't look at who's suffering from the problem, but look at who's benefiting from the problem. So when we study any problem, whether it be black-on-black violence, whether it be the um, single mother raising a black child, a black boy specifically, or mass incarceration, whatever you want to look at, drug epidemics, look at who's benefiting from the problem, not who's suffering from it. So most Haitians, when I tell a man, wow, Haiti is poor, they're like, oh, because of us. That's a victim mentality when you start blaming yourself for your own victimization. Come on. So when you want to understand a problem, look at the crackers that's benefiting from us going to jail. Look at the crackers that's benefiting from us dropping out of school and interracially dating, et cetera. So that's how you understand any problem. Any real sociologist will tell you, look at who's benefiting from it, not who's suffering from it. So when we look at these mothers who are raising these single children to be effeminized and to put on dresses and not really be a masculine and be dominant, how y'all see how I move around here mm. as a man, that's because when we all have that Malcolm X spirit, the system of white supremacy going to be in trouble. When we all on code, when y'all have our mindset, right? when we all militant, and the system can't allow too many black men to be militant, we have to be feminine. We have to be pussified. Nigger factories. 
also pussified as a title <laughs> as well. Say, I like that word pussified. pussified. No, no, because I, I don't like this. And it's unfortunate, but I mean, yeah, that's exactly what it is. And unfortunately, like I don't think enough niggas will sit down and listen to see what's going on because if it takes looking at yourself, it takes like being self-aware. It takes being honest as fuck to want to fix something like that. And how do how you get everybody on the same page like that? Is that even possible? Like, what do you, what do you like? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what else could Malcolm X and Martin Luther King could have done? Like, and niggas still weren't unified. You think today that's our biggest happen? downfall but, was integration? But we can touch on that later. Or now. <laughs> I mean, if y'all really want to get deep, integration. What is who's an artist? When, when we should have ar- stayed separate, but what they deemed as equal. Separate but so equal. We had I, our own everything. As I was arguing with as success. I w- we were talking about. Um, the fucking Negro Leagues and I was telling him Man. how fam they're mm. like had mm. they have stayed because right now we still have all the athletes right so have niggas have stayed they would have eventually have been the most popping Absolutely. he was saying integrating was the best thing for Absolutely. that nigga not. and his family no. and, I was, and I was like bro no. I mean cause think about it like right now today if the NBA was nothing with white boys, there would be a million niggas in Harlem mm-hmm. at the Ruckers or whatever the fuck mm-hmm. watching Kill niggas fly. Mm-hmm. Are you crazy? Mm-hmm. But I, going back to integration thing, was it, I guess the, my understanding of it is, I could be wrong, um, they felt like if you integrated the schools, whether black people who are fighting for it was that the white schools were able to provide more resources for black kids to be able to learn. Is that one of the reasons? I, I mean, my position on that is... Two plus two is four in the ghetto as well as in the suburbs. You get what I'm saying? That comes from. <laughs> nah, I'm being real. Two plus two don't change. It never changes. It never changes. It will always be four. That's and it. You might say four, but it's all. <laughs> it's always gonna be four. But when you love, when you love your oppressor, right? Which yeah. is psychology, mm-hmm. is something called identi- identifying with the oppressor. Right, mm-hmm. and this is—I could go real deep into that, but I'm not gonna go so far. You take on characteristics. You want to be close to that person, right. right? Because you feel like the closer you become to that person, the more you act like that person, the less you become a victim. A victim, right? Right. So if you look at most people, and I'm gonna catch flack for this, most people who are homosexual were molested, right. man and women. That's so right. if you look at dyke women, they carry the characteristics of a man because a man molested that's them, right. and so right. that's the the identification with the oppressor. If I act like a man, mm-hmm. if I dress like a man, then another man ain't going to want to touch me. me yeah. You know what I'm saying? So a lot of these things are really psychological. So we fucked up because we didn't understand the mind frame of wanting to be close to the white people. And we still have it to this day. Where black people just don't understand the concept of they in love with white folks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get in an argument with a black person. The first thing they tell you is, fuck, nigga, I got on Gucci. Fuck you talking about? Mm-hmm. Nigga, I got on Prada. Fuck you, what you got on? I got on some African. <laughs> I'm African. What you expect? Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we hold those white things up to a higher standards, and we degrade everything yeah, black. We put it on a pedestal. We put absolutely. it on a pedestal, and that's the, that's one of the biggest downfalls we have ever had is we don't see things yeah. from an African centered mindset. You know what I'm saying? When I come around, niggas like, oh shit, here come brother Hassan with that Malcolm X shit. Nigga, I'm trying to save you. <laughs> that's a great title, nigga. I'm trying to save you. <laughs> Nigga, I'm okay, to okay, well, okay. Now let me talk to you about that because, like, uh, Hassan, we went to fucking school together, so it was like I know, like, <laughs> you've changed. So it was like, how is it, like, being how you are now, but still uh, having friends from where you used to be? 
Shit, my homies in the back right I, now. They in the back right now. <laughs> <laughs> homies and, and it's like, so I mean, the thing is like, they still your, your best friends, your good friends. I mean, listen, to be real with you, I, I, I love my bros. I, I, they pull me in nigga tree once in a while. You know, you'll catch me in the office. I'm going to keep it all the way 100. Yeah, you're going to catch me at some nigga tree here yeah. and there. But even using using your ideology, even Jesus had to go to where the sick at. So no, I can't, I I can't, I can't disassociate myself from the people that I'm trying to save. I respect that. So sometimes I step in the hood. I step in the club. Ooh. And they'll watch. What this nigga doing? What he talking about? Sometimes they'll be intrigued. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta go where the sick people at. Where did y'all and find I, him, bro? This is middle my school. First time this man. Middle school, bro. We gotta have him on at least. Hey. At least. We gotta start on time, though. We gotta start on time. Nigga said be here at 10. We ain't start till You know what this is. You knew it was some niggas. Wait, we sent him an email so he thought it was professional. Nigga said be here at 10. <laughs> Professional niggery, man. No, but... Golly, I felt that on a spiritual level. No, but honestly, because the Bible tell you that Jesus hung with scumbags in the slums. I used to live at, like, my family could tell you, I used to live at the Mint. I used to be there, like, before it was, like, a thing. I used to be there four times a week, and I promise you, every time I was there, there was a broken stripper. Telling, spilling her her life story to me about how she's ones. fucked up <laughs> and, how she, and how she need help and how she's trying to get out this lifestyle. I can't make this up to you. And I've always had that. I've always had that aura to where I I draw in broken people. They like, doing all that for ten dollars, bro. Who they doing that shit for? <laughs> but I can't. But like I, he, I like I agree. He he does need to partake in some niggotry every now and then. You have to. He has I do. to. I do. You have to also be a man of the people sometimes. As, as much as we don't want it to be, niggotry is part of the culture. As, mu- as much as we don't want to accept it, it is. You're always going to have those. That's why, uh, but pe- for the that people that don't away. understand like what we're saying when we say niggas, there's black people and there's niggas. Like, there's are two different things, and I don't like niggas very much. But every now and again, <laughs> I'll come here? on their show. <laughs> no, but seriously, every now and again, I'll, like, you know, I'll talk to the niggas and, like, you know, try to pick their brain and why they think the way that they think. Because some people think the way that they think because they're, they're fucked up emotionally. And they can't help it. So sometimes we need to help heal the sick. I Facts. like brother. Facts. I like brother Hassan next to me. Don't invite me to church, though, because I ain't going. <laughs> <laughs> Don't invite me to church. I, I ain't going. I don't go to church like that. But I need I need to get up and go. But, um... You um you Ashley's always preaching about black people and she and she harms so many black people. That's not true. <laughs> I remember stayed. last time I laid hands on another black person. Oh, okay. It's but a I process, bro. Everybody. I, nah, it is. It is. It's a process. Um like shit, man. Listen, man. I've I've been involved in some shenanigans myself, so but I call myself the down south Malcolm X. So, you know, being someone who went down the wrong path down my life and then realizing that I need to make an adjustment. I dedicate the rest of my life to helping black people. Come on, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna fuck up. You know we didn't know no better. I was I was a nigga. I was a real nigga. <laughs> and as we know, real niggas don't do nothing for the community. You know what I'm saying? But so let like can we can we can we just like elaborate on what you mean? Do harm to black people? I just need to know like exactly what you meant. I mean, I, I'm not sure because the statues ain't run up on a few shit, but I did some fucked up shit. <laughs> you did some back, okay. Are you talking yeah. about me? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, uh, my brother says that I do harm to black people. How many people. black people have you beat up in your life? What are you okay, talking about? Okay, so let's, let's be, like, okay, let's, let's talk about this. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking this about? This is something that we need to address because, like, a lot of times we like to talk about black on black violence, but we never address white on white violence. Is that even a thing? Let's be real. 
If you're black living in a black community, who are you more prone to kill or hurt or in an encounter with? A black person. Let's just be real. And it happens in every fucking city, state, county, country, whatever you want to talk about. It happens wherever you go, but it's only focused in on us because they like to perceive us as animals. And I, they like to, I promise you, no one is going to refute that. I'm just saying you beat black people I'm just up. saying. <laughs> I'm black I'm living in a black community who I'm going to beat up. Or, I mean, But I'm, if you want to talk about it, the last girl I ever fought was a Spanish bitch, and I dropped her big ass. <laughs> so let's just talk about that. Well, sometimes you got to put hands on Period. On people, man. You got to put hands on people. She I'm, was going to put respect on my name. not against violence. Because a lot yeah, of you said people, Michael Max. That's what. He... Yeah, I'm not. I'm not against violence at all. I 100 percent promote violence in the form of self defense. And as a man, you gotta respect me as a man, man. I'll take a loss all day long. You I know don't what I'm think Malcolm promoted violence. He was by man any means necessary. That's, that's all. That's, that's it. it. I ain't no that's bitch. It. That's all. That's it. Martin Luther King, on the other hand. No, nah, Malcolm, you'd be surprised. Yeah, you'd be surprised hold about up now. King. His agenda kind of shifted. That's why they murked him. Yeah, I don't be like real. that because people make him seem pussy, and it's not really pussy, bro. The nigga well, was I just, guess when you compare, he was Chris. To okay, no. I guess when you're comparing, yeah, yeah, right. But but here's the thing about it: a lot of people don't know that Martin ended up taking up steam when Malcolm became big. So there wouldn't be no Malcolm if it wasn't. Excuse me, there wouldn't be no Martin if it wasn't for Malcolm. Yeah, because, they because the those white things. liberals was like, hold on, who's this light skinned nigga from New York talking yeah. this crazy shit? Yeah. Grab the the most peacefulest Negro you could find and put him in the front. Yeah. So we always got to be careful when white people say, "This is who your leader is. This is what movement you should follow." You know what I'm saying? Same through the Black Lives Matter movement. Mm-hmm. We all jumped on that bandwagon, not knowing that that was funded by a white Jewish mm-hmm. person and some homosexual. And Martin, and when Martin, but Martin and, started and, switching up on them, they had to take him out. And he loved pussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was sleeping with white women. That he nigga really was. Pussy boy. He was Martin. He was sleeping with white women. Absolutely. Martin. He was a slut sleeping with white women. Yes. No, <laughs> King, King. Yeah, he's he's still one of the greatest to me because um of course the economical plan that he put in effect like he literally forced white society to some degree to hold up their standards to the Constitution. So the way he was politically, and he never shamed the black people for rioting or for whatever they was doing. He was saying, listen, the a riot is the voice of the voiceless. So when people riot, it's because they feel like they're not being heard. You know what I'm saying? So he never got on TV and shook his finger at black folks and said, you niggas need to do better. You know what I'm saying? We got to give Martin a lot of credit, man. Excuse me. For some of the philosophies that he dropped and he instituted. You know what I'm saying? But um, it's, it's, it's Malcolm X all day for me. I'm, me too. I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, to, just to add a little tidbit. I went on a, a very, very long run where I would listen to uh, Michael, Malcolm X's uh, speeches in my office. Mm-hmm. And I had to stop because I would walk around the <laughs> office cutting my eyes to me. Man, it's, but you know what that is? That's the ancestors. That's the ancestors <laughs> speaking through you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of times we don't understand energy. And we don't understand how that thing trans, you know what I'm saying, transports into our life, man. But that's the ancestors in you, man. Wake your ass up. Can I ask you a question? How is your relationship like with white people? Do you have any white friends? Do you have any white people that you, you engage with? Like, So I don't have white friends because there's no need to have white friends. We are already the coolest, freshest, flyest motherfuckers on the planet. Everybody want to emulate us. Damn. I feel no need to have white friends because all they're going to do is come in and infiltrate what I have going on and what I'm trying to do. Right. Right. Okay. Michael Meggs once said that white people don't integrate, they infiltrate. Hmm. Meaning when they coming in. 
they coming to take over that motherfucker. <laughs> Period. Gentrifying <laughs> shit. Period. They coming to gentrify that shit. You know what I'm saying? So I don't need white friends because, first of all, I don't need no cracker saying, oh, I got a black friend, Hassan. Don't use him as a scapegoat. Oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? And I don't need you trying to coach your vote off my shit. So, I'm not your G-Pass. Yeah, I'm not your G-Pass. So I'm not going to be used by no cracker for no agenda because I understand everything is political, even friendships, right? And everybody in war doesn't necessarily pick up a gun. We got to understand that's different levels of warfare. That's psychological warfare. That's spiritual warfare. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we are at war as African people. And white people, so-called good white people, the fact that even a black person, I'm talking about black empowerment, they would even just say, well, what about the good white people? Yeah. Shows that niggas are fucked up in the head. Then I'm telling you about our interests, our self-interest, our enlightenment as a people. And the first thing you could think about is what about the good white person? Like Lil Wayne said, what about uh, the white cop that saved me when I got shot? Nigga, ain't, we talking about survival, man. What <laughs> you talking about? <laughs> you talking about that one time? But that's the political aspect of it. Everything is political. Everything is agenda. So I don't even want no white friends. So you don't you don't associate. I don't associate with, with white, no white folk. People. I don't. I mean, if I'm at work, of course I got to put my tap shoes on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No, no, I mean, like, do my nigga dance, but I'm listen. I don't scratch while I don't itch, and I don't dance if I don't hear no music. I'm a man, Period. and I've been I've been fired from several Period. motherfucking jobs, and went out crack it is crack it that crack it that. The same way I come in, same way I'm leaving out. Period. You won't respect me, but I can tell you one thing. And in my job, and my homie could tell you, crackers respect me, cause they, they ask Hassan, he'll tell you the truth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'll he'll give you the real skinny. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he'll give you the skinny. <laughs> <laughs> the real skinny. Because they know I don't fear them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And white people actually pull to me more because they know I don't want to date their women. I don't want shit from you, crack. I want to build my own. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they actually pull more to me. They actually hate the integrationists because they feel like the integrationists are a bootlicking Negro. You know what I'm saying? That's why they push them around like that. Facts. Yeah. You're the, they're the weak ones. You're the weak one. So, now nah, I don't need no white friends at all. No, but I got I, everything I need with my Africans. And that's the thing. The thing is, I mean, you have to know how, I mean, like, no matter what, you have to teach your children how to maneuver through life. You have to know how to maneuver no matter what. Yeah. You still know what fucking country you live in. Facts. Big facts. <clears throat> yep. I'm sorry, I'm over here giggling because the way that he says crackers is so resonating. No, like, it's so <laughs> profound. It's cracker. <laughs> like, every... You enunciate all that shit, bro. That's a dead county. Like I'm listening to Malcolm right now. I just think Crackle. I've been out militant. militant. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I'm just sitting here, yeah, like, God damn. No, like, I'm moving up your feminine energy. What you no, about? dead ass. I needed that. Like, bro, I really did. Anybody that can show her the fuck up. He ain't showing me the fuck up. I'm agreeing with everything I, except I have been wanting her song on this else. show for a long ass time. I love it. Time. I like it. Yeah, you've been saying it. I long like ass it. time. All right. Uh, here's where I'm going to go. Is love a choice, and can you deliberately choose who you fall in love with? Because I remember I saw something on your page, and you were saying, love is love is bullshit, <laughs> because the white man, the Chinese man, the Arab man, they choose deliberately their wife. Period. So I, asked the only, I saw that on your page, and I wanted to ask in front of everybody, because I know Ricky's a love is love ass nigga. Um, so what I want to ask is, can you deliberately choose who you fall in love with? Empress? Absolutely. And I, I believe that I touched on this the last time I was there. <laughs> I was here, I mean. Um, I think it's bullshit. And, I do th- and I'm do, and i pro-black. And I believe that the most revolutionary thing that a black person can do is love another black person. So with that being said, once again, if you fall in love with a white person, that's a personal choice. You chose to love on that white person. No one forced you. 
that was your choice. <laughs> and guess what? At the end of the day, I will never acknowledge you as a revolutionary. You're just a black person that loves white people. Facts. Um, just to add to that, if we were all to take a trip, now I'm gonna show, I'm gonna bring it into perspective how love or attraction is a cultural thing, right? If we were all to go to Africa and we go to a tribe and we see a beautiful black woman with a lip plate or a neck ring or some form of what we consider in this culture to be taboo, we're not going to find them attractive. We, niggas ain't running to Africa to go get the lady with the big lip plate. You know what I'm saying? But in her culture, that's attractive. The men love the big lip plates. They love the stretched out ears. They love that. I believe the more so, stretched out it is, is more... The more attractive yeah, the it more is, attractive right? right? So we live in a racist society, right, that says that whiteness and lightness is attractive. So it's no coincidental that niggas is running to white girls and hmm. running to light-skinned hmm. women. So love is actually taught to you. Hmm. It is not something that you, oh, I have a, it is taught to you. You are taught how to love. You are taught how to react to certain things. And this is a social, cultural thing, period. If not, marry a woman from Africa with a lip plate. And then prove me the fuck wrong. Prove me the fuck wrong. But you niggas are chasing the big butts, the light skins, the blonde weeds, et cetera, et cetera, because that's the indoctrination. That's how the system has been. You're the same guy that said Lupita isn't beautiful, but we ain't going to talk about that today. No, I'll stand on it. I'll stand on it. I'll stand on it. I'll stand on it. That's gorgeous. That's a queen. What do you mean? What did I say? She's gorgeous. Give me Kelly Rowland, give me Gabby, but that little uh. Gabby no, Sidibe. I said that huh? I would. Fuck Gabby Sidibe, the one that you, 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 Gabriel Union, the lady yeah. that bleaches. Okay, be, 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 <laughs> the lady that bleaches. The line that I said Gabrielle is Gabriel Union. She bleaches. Uh, oh, she's she, it's not. She's working. been whitewashed. It's, it's not working. <laughs> the line that I said. <laughs> she's is, not the same dark skinned lady that from back in the days. Okay. Be real. Okay. Right. See, you misquoted <laughs> us. We we <laughs> were talking about <laughs> Emmy winners, and I said I would fuck Loretta Devine before I fuck Lupita. And I still stand on and it. And I said I would fuck Angela Bassett before fuck. I fuck her as well. And I said okay, I would never well, fuck okay. Angela Bassett. About y'all niggas need Ajax on y'all dick, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Wow. I would never. Lupita. I can't do it. It's She's on my vibe. beautiful, man. She's gorgeous. She may, she may be. But She's gorgeous. Okay. It's not for me. Okay. But again, love is not love. It's something that's taught. You get what I'm saying? Our reactions, how we absorb certain things. We grew up in a white racist society. One thing we also got to remember is the family is a social agent to the society, which means that the family ultimately creates the society, I mean, excuse me, creates the child that the society needs to function. So, if, again, if we go to Africa, we go to any tribe that hasn't been, you know, influenced by Western culture, you see them teaching the children how to make spears, how to fish, how to do, you know, the women are taught how to make up the, the, the um, way of living, et cetera, et cetera, right? Because that's what, that's what the parents are doing, teaching them how to function in society. So what role does the black person play in society, in a racist society, in instituting <laughs> and raising their child? You have to think about that. The first thing we're told is go to school, get a job. To work for who? For the crackers. You know what I'm saying? So our parents, not knowing, un, unbeknownst to them, are indoctrinating white racist thinking in our mind. 20 years ago, you tell a black person, I'm going to run for president. Nigga, you can't be no president. You will hear this from your family. So the family ultimately is a social agent to the society. The family helps create the people that society needs to function. So in a white racist society, black families are creating bullshit ass children. Oh my God! I had the parents that wow. I had because my parents, my age parents, 
Like I tell a lot of people, had they been born here, they would have been Panthers. My parents always said, you can do whatever you want to do. Just make sure that you have the education to back you up and make sure you know what the fuck you're But that's about. the thing. Like, like you Haitians come need... here and they just desire Go to school. No, we, got the mer- we got the most parents, nurses in the world. My parents, Haitians, everybody's a nurse. Education didn't necessarily mean school. It just means that being knowledgeable. Be smart. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yourself. My parents weren't always okay pro uh, like pro school. They just they were, they were pro learning. Most of our people are pro school. Yeah, and that's not it's Most not a, it's people, not a negative. It's not but a terrible what, what, thing. What can you what can you take from it? That's what it's all about. Only because it's just like it doesn't really promote any kind of ownership. Well, right. well, at None. least only well, because. Like what they value when they get here is security, which I don't knock because immediately it's survival. I guess it's up to us now to teach the future entrepreneurship. But but you know, go to school, get a job, survive, be a nurse, swim, survive, Mm -hmm. fucking swim. Don't drown. I'm drowning. Look at my hands. Don't drown. (laughs) And one thing I do want to add to every system here in the United States, every social system like the banking system is designed to keep black people poor. The educational system is designed to miseducate you to be an idiot. The institution of justice is designed to give you misjustice. So every system in America, every institution that we go to is designed to do the opposite effect for black people. So when we go into the nursing field and we talk around black people getting sicker, we always in the motherfucking hospital, high blood pressure, diabetes, because they're not even teaching them that, hey, listen, your people's eating the wrong type of shit. Like my brother over here with, with the vegan education, right? So the nurses and the lawyers are so miseducated. We think that because you go to school and you learn something a white person said that it's some form of value. If it was that case, then Haiti, I'm going to use Haiti because most of us are Haitian in this room, would not be in the predicament that it's in to this day, right? Because Haitians primarily focus on going to school. We got some of the greatest nurses here, but... We have 17,865 nurses. One second. You mentioned that we're here. With my brother Chris at this vegan restaurant. I just want to let you guys know that right now we are recording live at the illustrious Vegetarian Delight. Located at 1660 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida. Uh, Make sure you pull up to Vegetarian Delight and get some of the best vegan food in all of South Florida. Again, that address is 1660 Miramar Parkway, Miramar, Florida, 33023. You can call ahead of time. By uh, calling 954-241-7402 Place your order early And make sure you follow them on Instagram At the Light Juice Bar That was a fire segue That was beautiful <laughs> Okay I saw this question on Facebook And uh, It was a bunch of women talking about it And it was going crazy And I wanted to hear men talk about it um, it says here, is it creepy for a man to admit that he waited for a chick to turn 18? <sighs> Wait. For example, a 21-year-old approaches an 18-year-old to holler at her, and he tells her, I've been waiting on you to turn 18. <laughs> is that creepy? Like he's been looking at her. Or does the fact that he didn't act on it while she was underage make it okay? Creepy as fuck. Can we speak from a woman's perspective? Sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why you're yeah. here. Okay. Yeah, no, it's not creepy. Because at the end of the day, we live in a country where it is illegal for a man to approach a woman underage. And this is coming from someone who has dated recently, uh, actually recently, someone's 15 years older, my senior. So, like, my thing is, like, 
why is it that he was waiting like Jay-Z literally said that to Beyonce. He he waited. <laughs> he waited for her to be of age before he could ever approach her. He's older than her. He's like a, he's got like a good thirty years on her, right? No, he does not. He has like a good, I think ten years on her or or ten years plus. And you find that very common. Like That's the man disgusting. It's not disgusting. It's not it disgusting. It's nasty. It's nasty. Tell the truth. How? Like, especially speaking about black women, a lot of us are voluptuous at younger ages. Whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, like we can, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm speaking from a woman oh, talking, who was. You talking about no, a physical? No, listen. We talking to me. about a mental thing. Like, I understand what you're saying, but he was this, just 17. My listen nigga. to what I'm saying. That a Man, lot of us that's are. Nasty, bro. We possess the features of older women before we are of age. Does that make you unnatural? The listen, fact that you're listen. attracted to us, if we are, like listen. if you're talking about a little girl that's shaped like a little boy, at the age of twelve, that's nah, different. I'm nah. talking about a 17 year old woman that has the features of a young woman. Okay, but that's physical. We talk like, about how okay. is that? How is that how, strange? Where's like, her head at? She was just 17. Where her head at, bro? She was just I understand 17. that, but okay, but you. I mean, well, listen, well, let, let, let me address that. Let me address listen, that. Listen, I got, real quick, a, I got two little sisters. I understand listen that, baby. I understand that, but at the end of the day, I let's be real. Fight, niggas, when have y'all ever yeah. been attracted to the mental before the physical as men? All right. Okay. Well, let me address that one. One issue on that. As an African, I feel like we need to define our own rules and our own standpoints for things, right? And why do I say that? Jewish people, they have a so-called bar mitzvah and bas mitzvah. And when that child turns 13, they officially are an adult in their society, right? Different cultures practice things differently. If we're going to, as African people, accept a European law to say that Monday she was 17, then on Tuesday she turned 18, now she legal, what the fuck changed in a day? Absolutely. Just the fact that her birthday came around, right? That's my right? point. So if we listen to the cracker logic... Right, because a few years ago weed was horrible for us, but now it's the, like it's the miracle, cool, miracle drug. Right, it's awesome, bro. If we listen to the crack and we follow his logic on what is legal and what should be legal, then these motherfuckers are gonna start saying you can have fourteen year old girls, and That's we know right. it. Namba is not too far around the corner from that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying one minute one thing is one way with them when they find a different agenda. That's how white supremacy works. When one thing works one way, when it was ripping our ancestors when they were twelve and fourteen, it was cool. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm not a pervert. Now, when black men are free and, you know, little white girls running around, no, 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 we got to that shit up to 18. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got to. So if we always follow what I said, we always find the crack of logic, we're going to be trapped. We got to bump that shit up, <laughs> we gotta, bro. We got to bump it up. Not my son. Not my little Catherine. No. <laughs> but, then, but then George Washington, who had 14-year-old girls, and Thomas Jefferson, who had 14, they're not perverts. We got statues. Right, we right. sit around. We read them crackers. Oh, yeah. Right. That's because we're not telling the truth. Right. You got to tell the truth make. about these niggas, That's man. The I mean, we got to the truth. These and we all got to set our own age. I feel like this is my personal opinion that your lady, especially if I'm 35, I shouldn't date anybody under 30. That's yes. just me. My woman should be close to me in age. You know what I'm saying? Because it's a fucked up system out here, bro. We got 40 year old women who run around here with, not, with their head not on their shoulder. Exactly. So I'm trying to say is though we got to define our own. This is what's legal and what's not legal. Because if we keep going by the cracker. It, look, cigarettes kill more people than we do, but they sell it behind the um, the counter, and so we think it's legal. We think that it's okay, right? right? Why the fuck? Because the cracker said so? The cracker tell you, oh, man, you shouldn't kill nobody, but then tell the black woman, go lay down and have an abortion. Mm. The fuck is that? We can't keep following the cracker's mentality because it's not oh, productive shit. for us. You know what I'm saying? No way, shape, or form. And just to touch up on abortions right quick, I am pro-life. 
And if you go study Roe v. versus Wade, how that law, every law in America, actually, you can quote me on this, came in existence because of blackness. Every law created has came into existence because of blackness. But the abortion law, Roe v. Wade, came in existence because a white woman lied and said five black men raped her and said she didn't want to have a nigga baby. This is actually mm. in Florida. Go look this shit up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let's and then research. they said, niggers raped you. <laughs> Kill that baby. You know yeah. what I'm saying? She never had the abortion, but the law was passed. You know what I'm saying? And it has affected more black women than white women historically. Actually, more white women have more abortions than anything. That's why they're dying at such a rate. In I mean, 17 states, they're dying, and which is why they eliminated abortion in a lot of states or are trying to eliminate. I'm pro-life. I mean, pro-choice, by the way. As a woman, a woman should be able to do what the fuck she wants to with her body. <laughs> and as a woman that has never had an abortion, and at the age of 31, I don't want to have an abortion. I don't. I don't need to at the age. I, I feel like I, this. Like at this age, nigga, you got to get together. I just had that goddamn baby at the end of the day. <laughs> but you thirty one. But I just don't understand how why Your so many 51. men think that they can have a say on what a woman does with her body. But it's just me. But it's not your body. It's the child that you're bringing to. Oh, well, first of all, let me just backtrack a little bit. This is a man, mind you. Every everything is cultural. So if we don't look at everything from a cultural standpoint, we're never going to understand it. Nilly Fuller says, if you don't understand racism and white supremacy, everything you think you understand will only confuse you. So if you don't understand racism, you're not going to understand abortion. You're not going to understand economics. You're not going to understand nothing. You know what I'm saying? So just to backtrack on that for a little bit, on the abortion tip, um, it's not right to say that a black woman can determine whether a life comes in existence or not, and the black man has no say-so, and then is trapped to take care of that child for 18 years. You get what I'm saying? I think that we should... He shouldn't have dug a raw. We should. (laughs) Again, if we're going back to culture, even culture is... Sex sex is actually cultural. You get what I'm saying? If we don't understand that concept behind why are we even having sex in the first place? Most people do it for pleasure. Sex ain't no fucking pastime. You know what I'm saying? Our ancestors had sex for spiritual reasons. There are actually spiritual ceremonies... Dedicated behind sex in African culture. So now we turned it, we niggified it. Remember, we in a nigga factory. So sex now is a pastime. Shit, I got an hour before I go to work. Let me get some pussy. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It's, it's just everything is, is niggotry now. You know what I'm saying? Even our form of sex. Mm-hmm. Why, do, why do women nowadays want to get tied up and, and choked and all type come of on. That come from slavery. The hell you want to, to emulate that for? for what our what? ancestors had to go through. So Going back to what I'm saying. Well, why do a Talk lot of black them. men want to initiate that? That, co- that comes from a lack of powerness. Oh, okay. So black men want yeah, to practice a form of power too. and dominance. Well, don't just single out black women now. Oh, no, no. I'm, oh, okay. Okay. I got All right, you. Let's touch both sides I now. I got you. I'm still right, going to be pro life, though. Okay. I'm still going to be pro life. I'm still going to be pro choice as a woman who has rights to her own body, period. Okay. What about the man, though? He should not be digging holes raw. Like, my whole thing is if you do not want any ties to a woman for 18 years plus, Stop fucking bitches raw. Granted, stop having that. sex discipline. with women raw. Dick you discipline. need like I get it. Right I get here. it. Dick it's natural. <laughs> I get discipline. it. I get it. It feels great. It's natural. No, no. That's the Dick way God discipline. intended it. I'm with her be. on that. But however, it was designed to be with two people who are in love who want to procreate. If you're not in love with a woman, why are you having sex with this woman without protection? Because and not nigga-fied. expecting and not expecting any life to be created from it. This is not. This is the. This is this is why. Two men can't create a baby, and two women can't create a baby. It was intended between a, a man and a woman who want to use yes for pleasure. I can tell you but why. But it's also it's, it it's feels, also it feels to procreate. 
Feels great. Okay, and a baby could come out of that. Now, if the woman chooses to keep it, chooses to keep it, that's her prerogative. That's her body. She has that right. But then, the, and you can't the man, be mad at her. The man is trapped to take care of it, right? And then, if the woman to is spiteful in those acts that can potentially create said child. Granted, dick discipline. But then, if the woman is, let's say, spiteful, and now the man is going to get put on a penal system where his license can be revoked, mm. we could possibly okay. go to jail. Okay. Mm. So you're now turning your spiteful baby daddy over to the crackers and say fuck this nigga over as, as much as possible. Okay. Because let's be real. Give me a second, sister. Let's okay. be real. Child support doesn't determine how much time you actually spend with the child. Because mm-hmm. this nigga's paying child support they don't see that goddamn child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if they really wanted to make it an institutional thing where they build the black family, they'll say, well, if he pays child support, he should be able to get that child, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But they don't do that. And then they don't even limit the amount of children a fucking girl can have. At some point, you say, man, you got six niggas on child support? You living off this shit. Okay. And that's that plantation mentality. Okay, but black men, stop giving up your freedom for five minutes of pleasure. I get it. Period. Sister. Dick discipline. Period. I'm 100% with Five you. minutes of pleasure can cause you a lifetime of pain. You need but to understand But why should the pain it. come from the black woman? But why? why But why do a lot of black men feel why like you... Why gotta be pain? Why we can't just raise these babies together? I agree, and that's where like, I'm at. That's what where you? I'm at. What y'all black, arguing about? Okay, let's like... Like, okay, But a lot of men don't want to hold accountability. Let's raise them to be a champion. Why we gotta And that's from slavery as well. Because the slave master used to once separate fathers from their children, and I and I do believe that's one of our um, black men's symptoms of PTSD. Like they're used to being separated from the family, and it that's why a lot of men like from slavery. Okay, so you were taken from your child, and you were taken from your family, and you were put on another plantation. Where what you what did you do there? You married again, and you. Pre- um, procreated again. So what happens with a lot of black families in the culture? You guys, like, a lot of y'all leave your homes and go pre- procreate with another family. Go pre- procreate with another... I know... Well, like, well the, being, breakdown, the breakdown of the family actually goes into the 60s where women left the movement to go to the, the feminist movement. And then they start the, bringing in the... Um, the whole uh, food stamps, and they would say, you can't have a man in the house. And so black men was like, shit, nigga, I, I need these food stamps. You got to go. Which was our point of view of PTSD. That was our PTSD. Oh, when, we, when we talk about it, we yeah. got to put it in historical context. And I will. How, how and I black will. women, not all, I know my sister's going to be listening, like, oh, brother, sorry, you threw us under the bus, pushed black men out of the house. And now even black women would tell you, man, I don't need no nigga fuck out of mama but and that's daddy. From, but that's from, mama and but daddy that's from slavery, too. Then. But that's from slavery, too. Like when black, when we used to be raped in front of, the, front of our, ma- our mates by the <laughs> slave master, we were always, t- like, whenever we were raped, in front of um, our said we mate. We were raped. You take it easy. I have no. to. I have to. I have to identify no. with my um, my ancestors. Plus, ladies and, and gentlemen, and, and you know why? You know I why I agree to. with her because Eating there's something called Guinness. ancestral memory. Right. And ancestral memory lives inside of. It's funny that white people will sit here and say nobody's born a racist, and then teach a fucking scientific class on epigenetics, which is which is uh, ancestral memory. They will sit and say, "Oh, nobody's born racist." But then you teach a class and say, in your DNA, you can remember things that happened to your ancestors back in the days. This is shit they teach in college. You know what I'm saying? So when she says we were raped, we were raped. We were. And it's still in our we're DNA. Suffering, we're still suffering to this day from the effects of it every day. So when I say that women were raped, we were raped in front of our husbands. And we were told how that man can't even save you. I'm raping you in front of him. He can't do anything to protect you. So what was set in mentally within us? What was instilled mentally in, in, in us? Like, after, we're, after the whole ordeal would go down, we'll go back to our mates. Like, you ain't protect me. You ain't look after me. You ain't defend me. So we were taught to what? Disrespect the black man. 
What is still continuing to this day? The disrespect of the black man by the black woman. Right, now we're talking now. Now we like, talking. Listen, <laughs> Come on. listen, we can get real deep with this. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I understand. I understand, like, the black man's um, plight. Plight and struggle from back, um, from um, prior, um, from slavery. And I can understand the black woman. But it all comes down to, at the end of the day, what can we do from here on out? What can we do? How can we grow together? How can we understand that we're in a struggle together? Crackers don't like us. Let's move forward together as a unit. Because at the end of the day, we all we got. So where can we go from here? That's my question. Mm. All right. Now we got to go ahead. Uh, I'll tell you where we're going to go. We're going to go to this or that segment of our program. <laughs> Can I make one request? Hey, so bad. Can I make I one request so before bad. we move no, no. any further? <laughs> Wait a minute. No, Wait a, no, no, no. You no, shut up. No, you shut up. No, 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 because you ain't cut nobody off. They were talking forever. I didn't cut nobody off. Shit till I spoke. No, no, nigga. Wait, wait, no, no, no. I've been trying no to get way. you to stop eating these fucking guineas for the last five minutes. They're delicious. You've been sucking guinea, and that's why you ain't been saying shit. <laughs> he I, hasn't been. He's I, usually I, I jumped in because I thought he was Look dead. Look at the fucking <laughs> cup. I thought you were dead. Look at the cup. This man's quiet. cup. This, man this nigga has a dead. cup full of guinea. <laughs> that's the only time that he's quiet. <laughs> I'm saying is no one said shit till I said shit. That's all. If niggas feel this, what the fuck? Why niggas so talky now? Let me fit. He gonna stop me to do what I was gonna do? No. You're, Pussy, bitch. you're a host on the show. At some point, I was expecting you to have something to say, sir. Okay. Every time he's quiet when he's dead, so I was like, okay. He's, dead. <laughs> he's sitting there. He was fumbling. He was fumbling with the segue. The he was fumbling. Cup. Look at the You're fucking like, cup. Well, we're gonna go next. I'm gonna we're take gonna a picture next. of this cup. <laughs> and I'm gonna post it. I want y'all to see this cup. This nigga been sucking Guinness for five oh minutes. My God. Wasn't bad. It's just delightful. Are you crazy? I and like I said, I agree with you. On hey, no, 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 goddamn it, no, goddamn it. I mean, me, me, brother. No, 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 no. Cut the fucking mics off. I swear to God, cut the fucking mics off. I swear, cut the mics off. God damn, haters have no decorum. All right, we have now reached. The this or that section All right, this of is our that program. Section. How does that work? <laughs> 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 Alright, Ben, please. Drop the music. <laughs> Welcome to the this or that section of our program. of all time Wayne Wiz Ross or Currency who the fuck put Currency in here was that you <laughs> when I did the, when I asked it on Twitter that's what, now he was one of the ones who got a lot of suggestions that nigga's terrible bro to you that's, that's objective <laughs> okay it says here Wayne we should put Jeezy in here 
Wayne, 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 Wiz, Ross, Currency drop a mixtape every month. He's a mixtape genius, bro. Just because he drop a lot of those shits. I mean, but they're, 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 that's the reason. If you, if you don't go Wayne out of that group, if you don't go Wayne, I'm sorry. I feel like it's Wayne. So I'm, I'm going. I, I go Wiz. I'm gonna go ahead and go with Wiz. I'll go Wiz. Wiz over Wiz. Wayne. Are we Wiz. gonna forget that Squad Up era? Two. Wiz got squad two. Up. Wiz. Y'all forgetting Squad Up? I'm not forgetting Squad Up, but I have to be contrarian here, so I'm gonna squad go Wiz. Squad Up. <laughs> the, the droughts. I'm talking about Miami when niggas were riding Luminous and Thunderbirds. Yeah. <laughs> squad Up shit. Come on now. Come on. Yeah, I remember. You, I remember. Yeah, you can't forget that era, man. I niggas actually Luminous. brought jerseys back. Yeah, man. Big jersey. Big jersey. No ceilings, the droughts. Come on. Louisiana. Come on, man. It it gotta be Wayne. It was the worst era in life. It has to be Wayne. It was garbage. What? This nigga was just saying shit because it rhymed. That nigga was trash. Like, he was oh just overrated. Really? Well, he's garbage now, but. That's a lot of niggas that's rapping right now say shit because it rhymed. So if he was doing that shit, he started right now, that trend. He'd still be. Playing. No, yeah, he, 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 he was the father of all these trend. niggas, man. I do want to give an honorable mention. I do want to give an honorable mention to Gucci, man. He got like 17 mixtapes with the word trap in it. Yeah. That got like a million fucking mixtapes. How we doing underground artists, too? Who you got? Jimmy Dade. Jimmy Dade, okay. beautiful music. Jimmy Dade. Beautiful he still, music. He still rap? Yeah, he does. I'll put Iceberg over Jimmy Dade. That's just me, though. I'm ratchet. I'm not, I, I wouldn't. Iceberg. I, if y'all listen to Iceberg shit, he come a long way from that offbeat Dude, 2009 I could, I, could re- I could never really enjoy it. Uh, Yo, yeah, he's I... not offbeat no more. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sell me. It's too late. I'm a grown man. No, it's too like, late. So hold on. Where late. were you at 2005 to like 2010? That was Jimmy Dade's era in the strip club. I was in Tampa. Okay. <laughs> so you, you probably missed that fluff. Yeah. That was, I think that I was kinda, a good era. That was some I, ratchet nigga shit. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed I that I era. Greenback. 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 Don't get me wrong. Iceberg got songs that I love. I love Iceberg. But I don't know if I'm like a full on guy who you enjoys You need to listen to the recent Iceberg. I promise you, he won't steer you no wrong. Did he ever? Did, did, way, did he ever? Did he ever reach his destination? Don't be a dick. I knew it was going to be a dick. No, I knew it was coming, bro. Did he ever reach? But at the end of the day. He's trying to get that motherfucking boat he was talking about. No, don't get me wrong. Like, hey, anybody who's a full-time rapper who don't need a fucking not, he's doing well with rap. He's doing amazing. Let's not get this shit fucking twisted. The young man's doing well. Fucking iceberg. Iceberg. I'll I'll also throw in uh, Briscoe before he testified. Yeah. Before he went, uh, yeah, he had some nice mixtapes. Briscoe. No, he had like what? Like, how many really, really good mixtapes? Mixtapes? Oh, man, at least like five or six. Five really five six, good mixtapes. When he was with Cash Money, yeah, the whole Cowboy era. Yeah. Come on, you had some nice mixtapes. Don't sleep good on shit. Ross too, boy. Ross got a catalog, bro. Yes, yes, yes. Ross and mixtape catalog. catalog. Some people, some people say his mixtape catalog is more elite than his albums. I can't give you that. Maybe. I wouldn't do that, but that's how some people look at him. It's probably they, not a big gap. Yeah, I, I'll take the albums. Cause like if you go like Wiz, people say yo his mixes are way more fire than his albums. Right, you can't say that with Ross. I mean with Ross, yeah. Okay, next this and that. Who got washed harder on their song? Uh, Jay Z on Renegade or Alicia Keys in Diary? Alicia Keys got her ass whooped. <laughs> she got her ass fucked up on Diaries. I don't know if y'all niggas remember. Yeah. That Man, nigga was singing. They have to do her like that. Though. Quote me on this shit. Eminem is trash. He garbage. You talking about people that put words together to rhyme? That nigga is trash. Fuck that cracker, man. I'm being real. <laughs> <laughs> that cracker can't rap for shit. And the only reason 
niggas give him credit is because they got that vanilla ice syndrome. Because the nigga is doing what niggas have been doing for so long. Fuck him. I, I don't I don't like Eminem at all. I don't buy his albums all this. He trash. Wait, hold up. We used to back in the days vibe with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Call his ass out. Call his ass out, bitches. Yeah. When I was But we vibe with him as yeah. shady. We didn't vibe with him as old. Yeah, I vibe when when I was eleven. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I liked Slim Shady Chicken Chicken Slim Shady when I was eleven. But right now I'm I'm thirty three years old right now, so how can how can this this is the thing that fucked me up as I got older. How can we really relate to that shit when he talking about beating his mama and killing his cam and bring rain? None of us doesn't relate to black. It wasn't none of us It's because a white dude is throwing some words together. Niggas is running like, oh, this nigga's the best, the greatest alive. Yo, he's not even on my top a thousand, man. Honestly, I can't lie to you. When he was some shade, I didn't even know he was rapping. I just thought he was a guy that was talking shit. So it wasn't until I got a little older that I realized, damn, this cracker was yeah. been rapping. Like, I didn't acknowledge some shady as a rapper. I thought Eminem was the rapper. Yeah, I don't fuck with him, Post Malone. I don't fuck with none of them, these what niggas. What was that, Bubba Sparks? <laughs> Bubba Sparks. He was only taller because no, Timberland made beats. But that's the guy from Paul Wall. Paul Wall? No, Paul Wall was yeah, fucked yeah, up. He, he like got him. one or two. I fuck with Paul. Nice. Paul got one or two. I ain't fuck with that dude. How do you feel about Paul Wall? He married his sister. He did. What? You, you, you going to ask, this, you gonna ask fucking Hassan? He's been, he's been with her forever. I think since high school. You going to ask, you gonna ask this nigga? I'm just interested. Huh? I, I, I know he going to give me something. Come on. Hit me with it. What about Paul Wall? It's not, it's, 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 the no, slave masters sister. have sex us with their slaves all the time. I mean, that shit ain't nothing new. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So he's just doing what the slave masters have been right. done. He ain't putting on no platos. He ain't putting on no plates. You know what I'm saying? So get him a big booty NFL, black woman. And, and and again, everything is political, right? So that's his past. To have people be like, well, he got a black wife. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's a and past. A, that's political. As a everything black woman, political. Who gets approached on the regular? I'm a bartender, and I get hit on by white pilots in their fifties daily. I just think it's a fantasy, something that they wanna. Like it, like I've always felt like whenever a white man, especially a middle-aged white woman, they're always looking at me sexually, and I can't fuck with that shit. Like I refuse to be your. Um, the word is not coming in right now. I'm a little fetish. Yeah, abs- you're not gonna fetishize me. So so, that's why I I I can't. When it comes to interracial dating, I'm, I, I disagree on both sides. As a black woman dating white men and vice versa, mm-hmm. I don't. I can't get down with that shit. I can't get jiggy with that shit anymore. Let me get all. a pound. Let me get a pound. All Period. Right. So, if anybody has ever read the ISIS papers by the late great Dr. Frances Cress Welsing, she has a, a little short part, part in there where she talks about um, in European culture. And if anybody travel to Europe, ask a European. Don't ask a white man. Ask a European. There's something in their culture where they say you're you're still a virgin if you never had sex with a black person. Ask wow. a white person. What? Yeah, this is facts. Ask a European white person. In their culture, they believe you're not a sexual person unless you have fucked a black person before. This is facts. Damn. Anybody read the autobiography of Malcolm X? No, I haven't. That's what the men used said. Yo, I want you to fuck my wife. That's something huge. Yeah. They, they, I, don't, I forgot what they call them. They culture cockholding and some shit like that. Cockholding. Yeah. Where still they a big get thing black to men day, right. to fuck it's, it's, their yeah, wives. It's, it's CUC guys. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just saying that's that's right. that's what it is. So, porno enthusiasts over here. 
And we we you know we ignorant. We don't understand that that um that's just their fetish. So they'll yeah. fetishize us for the longest. They'll yeah. keep us around and you know. Do and that's why I always feel like a lot of people be like when they like to throw in, oh, I can't be racist. I'm dating a black person. That doesn't fucking mean shit. <laughs> just because you're slaying down every night with a person that. They lay down with dogs. Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you honor, you honor, cause a cracker sticking. He stick his dick in a watermelon. He stick his dick wherever his dick gonna go. He gonna stick it. That's that facts. Like, I'll, I'll, I mean, they got I'll, porn sites dedicated to this shit. I'm not making this shit up. Don't hate them. <laughs> These motherfuckers up there humping on dogs and horses and, horses and all type of shit. shit. Yeah. So for black person, be like, well, I'm fucking a white person. You proud of that shit? <laughs> you know that? Yo, let's be real. Let's be factual about this. STDs. What the fuck does that come from? Them. Like, let's be real. <laughs> that shit didn't exist Af- in Africa. Yeah, that shit didn't exist days, no? a while ago. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's them. That's something that they manifested or caught fucking these dogs and these animals and shit like that. Mm. People aren't bored with that. That's a bacteria that they created. That they I'm came not mistaken, when, when they invaded um, the Americas and Native Americans were here, they got sick. Yeah, they got sick as yeah, fuck. Yeah, they got Facts. sick as fuck. They brought Facts. all their diseases. They died because of the flu and diseases. Bathe. Yeah. They didn't bathe. They were fucking each other. They came from cake. the Caucasus, which which they're labeled as Caucasians. Like they brought all their wait, malaria wait, and all that fuck wait, shit with them. And wait. I think it's ironic how we, they like. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sorry. You, European culture. None of you niggas are waiting. Just, Jesus Christ. Wait, 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 everybody, wait. This ain't gonna make you. You, you niggas are back the guns. They're looking me in my eyes. Bestiality. No, really, really. Hold on, hold on. Let me say something right quick. If you look at that culture, if you look at European culture, uh-huh. it's about pedophilia and bestiality. bestiality. Now, why do I say this? If you go back to the Romans, matter of fact, I'll bring it and to current day. Homosexuality as well. And homosexuality. If you, current day, what is their symbol for love during Valentine's Day? Cupid. A fucking baby. Cupid, yeah. yeah. A, baby, a baby, my G. Yeah. That's your symbol for love? Yeah. A fucking a naked, baby? A naked baby. A naked that. baby in right. a diaper running around shooting grown people with hearts. Right, right, right. 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 That's your symbol for love. <laughs> really? But no, they threw a diaper on it recently. It was originally a naked <laughs> ass baby. Yeah. 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 So that lets you know where that mindset is at. Their mm-hmm. mindset is, like, I want to fuck some kids. I'm okay. about kids. We have to end on fuck some kids. That's what we have to end. <laughs> yeah, we're going to end it right there. Please. Damn, are we're y'all ever going to put us on together? Oh, fuck some kids. That's what we're going to do. Jesus. Yeah, this is my last time. They're not going to have brother's song back on again. No, no, no. We're going to bring you back because I know the people are going to hear this and they're going to ask for you back. Okay. We have, and, and hey, all of our white listeners, if you made it, my, my nigga, if you made it, they have not. If you, <laughs> they have not. If you're white and you're still here, hey, hey, you know what? No, absolutely not. No, no, no. You're you're self aware and honest as shit. I, I, if you're still I, I know here, no, white you know what? Facts, facts on that. More white people hit me up and say, "Bro, you're right." Black people be the ones coming at me. Dead ass serious. It's black people that attack me the most. Oh, you hate for you this? Why should you say no? He has a point. He's right. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. That's Damn. crazy, dog. <laughs> it's it's, crazy. it's vice versa for me. They call me a goddamn racist. They be uh, all like I went to three schools where we had you know I had white friends from those three schools and I can't tell you how many times I've been called a racist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, okay. No, 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 no. You have to stop. We have to. No, no, no. You're not stopping. We have to stop. We have to stop. Okay. Racist. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Yo, for real, I'm all about definitions and understanding because definitions create the reality. Def- defining things is what create reality, right? So I'm you- trying to, I have to move the show forward. You trying to no, no, no. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. I love brother. No, y'all yeah, niggas, no, are, you niggas are going crazy. Ben, play the music. God damn it! God damn it! Love it. God damn it. Facts, big facts. This is why they gave us the title. That's why they gave us the title, nigga, in the first place. Again, we gotta understand definitions. The first thing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's a question segment. Sorry. Let me tell you something. Hassan will take anything in the segment. I choose. You gotta choose the right to fight, my nigga. Fight. Define fight by what you mean. Oh my god. I'm hungry as fuck. You, you gotta be hungry for knowledge, my nigga. Hunger right for the now. right thing. <laughs> oh god. Jesus. I love it. All right. I'm sorry. I'm here for this. This first question comes from Shay the Best 25 on Instagram. She says, This is my ask a real nigga question. And she sent the question here. She says, When you see a woman and decide to shoot your shot. At what point do you want her to tell you that she has a man? Is it A, when you ask, or B, when you initially hey her? Should she hit you initially with it, I got a man? Like, as a man, when would you prefer that rejection? My girlfriend, I would want you to immediately say it. But if I'm the dude that's trying to holler at you, I don't care when you say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> means nothing to me. She should never reply. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it right there. Niggas should be left on red. What so the then, fuck you if she doesn't want to Oh, you're talking about like. We done talked about I mean, this, bro. <laughs> <laughs> she accept the request. Listen, and listen, listen. If she, no, 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 no. It's, if she the, a person. The question is as a woman, like as a man you're in person. reaching out, when should a woman say, no, thank you, I have a man to you? Like, at what point, at what stage would you want that to happen? If you reply, then it's obviously none of my business. Because, like I said, if you reply, then you know what time it is. So then if you reach out to a woman and she doesn't say a thing to you, are you offended by that and make you angry or just no. nothing? It's not supposed to. I agree. You out here shooting, I agree. You, yeah, you fishing. Shooting. I agree. Yeah, you fishing, Don't be bro. Don't pussy nigga. If you out here shooting, keep shooting. At what at what social context are we talking about? Are we talking about DMs? Are we talking I thought about, I thought we were talking in person. That's yeah, what I thought. What, what social what context I thought, are we talking are we about? Saying? Oh, okay. Because for I me, I'm a friendly person, especially since I've adopted this Afrocentric mentality. So when I'm talking to a woman, I'm talking from a brother-sister standpoint. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if she later on says, oh, I got a man, I was like, oh, I wasn't trying to holler at you anyway. I was just trying to build with you. You right. know what I'm saying? But in this case, you know, we got some nah, thirsty. Bro. Build with me, dog. Shit over here, bro. Nah? You say what now? Nah, nah, build with me, dog. Nah, build with me. Shit. No, but I'm trying to build with the sister. Nah, I'm saying build nah, the sister. Not mine. Not mine. Build with me. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what do you mean? You got a problem with your girl having yeah. friends? Nah. The reason friends? why I would, the reason why as a woman I, I would mean, ask, I mean, niggas, you might. I'm sorry, yeah. sister. You might have a problem having nigger friends, but Africans, nah. You not Africans. Nah, you should. I just be able wanted to, to know if this was physically or like virtually, social medially. Like, I need yeah. to know which way we're speaking because a lot of times we. Us as women, we're, put, we're placed in a difficult predicament because of fragile masculinity, but y'all don't want to talk about that. Oh, we can go we there. Don't, we, we don't. We go there. We, we go to fragile masculinity. Yeah, let's do that. Jesus. Okay, so nowadays, we're as women, a lot of times we do entertain men even when we do not want to because we, put, we feel like we're placed in a situation where this can get potentially violent or this could potentially be against our best interest if we don't if we don't shoot him down okay so let me just use let me just use like real life context okay so like a few years ago i um it was like two years ago it was like new york um new, um labor day parade and there was a woman who shot a guy down and he shot her in the face after she shot after she shot him down he killed her so a lot of times, this happens more than, um, it doesn't happen that extreme, but a lot of times there are men who choose to get very aggressive after we shoot them down. Mm-hmm. Now, I like to take the route, the easier route, and pretend I don't like this, I don't speak English. So I would, I would, I would dead ass talk to you in Creole, and if you're Haitian, I, I just play stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, because like, you're I know you be mad as fuck Haitian. Oh my god, fuck. Them city Haitians is different. They come off as gangs. You think them niggas is goddamn gangs? They got that speaking to you better Creole than you was. Fuck you like, all up. Damn. Fuck. All right, nigga. I'm still gonna play stupid. <laughs> well, listen. So, like, I need, I, I need to, I need to be sure if it's DM, nigga. Fuck you, nah, nigga. I got a nigga. Immediately. I like to write it. So, like. I'm gonna shoot you down out the rip, like, and I think that's that's just so we're not wasting any extra time. I'm 31, I ain't got time to waste. Fuck you, nigga. I don't want to talk to you. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, and that's just that. But if it's in person, I'm gonna let you down as easy as I possibly can because of fragile masculinity. I don't want no parts. But I, I just want because you said that twice, and I want to elaborate on fragile masculinity because fragile masculinity is created by the perception that women place on men. And what I mean by that is <clears throat> Steve Urkel never got Laurel to the end. You okay. get what I'm saying? Okay. So the thing, the, the way that most women choose their potential mate is a white construct. You get what I'm saying? And what I mean by that is that they like to see niggas with the Jordans, with the chains, with the da 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 and they bypass the average working, etc. For the majority, I'm not saying all black women. Not all black women. For the majority, they go for a certain type of dude. I wish I could record my face. So One, right. am, I, am I lying? Yeah. They go for a certain <laughs> type of dude. You get what I'm saying? And so when men are rejected, when they don't fit that aspect, then that's that masculinity, that, you, that fragile masculinity that you're talking about. Um, I don't care. I shoot you down with goals, gold chain. I shoot you down with a laptop. Again, you the, rule, you the, you the exception. Tips on. You the exception to the rule. I, if I got a man or if I'm not interested, I'm just going to say I'm not interested. However, if I feel like your, your approach is very aggressive, I'm going to watch the way that I let you down. But I'm going to let you She's the exception right, to the rule. All right, so I got a question. So fragile masculinity is a perception of that women place on men. Basically, it's it's kind of like a double consciousness. Mm -hmm. So men view themselves through the eyes of women. 
right? We basically, and women as well, we basically try to get the things that women want, the nice car, the nice clothes, the nice this, nice that. So then when the man attributes these things and get these things and the woman turns them down, that creates the fragile masculinity. Like, what the fuck? I got these motherfucking, and you turning me down? You get what I'm saying? So if the women didn't place so such high value on certain material things, then black men wouldn't have that fragile I masculinity. And because I disagree. Okay. Okay. First of all, women use their body no, to attract men. No. That's a fact. You said that earlier. And we, and men I use. I say we use our bodies. I say that we have. I say no, 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 sir. I said that we have. What she said is that women develop. We develop. I never said that we use our bodies. You said when have men looked at? No, no. I said when have you guys? Okay, let's just back. Yeah, she said when have men ever looked at the physical? You guys are physical. You guys are attracted to women physically. We are more attracted to men emotionally. It's a mental thing for us. We just like how we catch our nuts. We, I don't care if you got the biggest dick in I'm life. I'm like that too, bro. Like emotionally. I don't care if you got the biggest dick in life. We ain't finna catch no nut unless there's an emotional attachment there. Period. Okay. Let's just be real. But the person it's that attracts you is the material things or a certain aspect about that. It that may thing. not. Then you could be the ugliest dude in life with no swag. But if okay. you come at us the right way, I guarantee you, especially in, with a certain mindset that you that we may be in. Like you will get somewhere, because a lot of <laughs> a lot of these niggas like I don't I don't care about cars. You got this nice car, you ain't got a pot to piss in. What can that do for me? It's the image. It's the like, image. It's that, the image that, that attracts means, the women, and that's not the women. That's the females. Like that's what that separates us. Like just like men and the niggas that separate the the, the women. We're not going for no fuck shit. The females may. And I love black women, by the way. I'm not. Shitting on black women, I'm giving a different perspective on a lot of things. So don't don't think I'm against black women. I know black women might be no, listening. So no, I, I love black women. I protect yeah. black women. The only yeah. black women is the only woman ever for me. You know, so as it should be. But yeah. um. <laughs> <laughs> all right, wait, wait. All right, so Hassan, uh, talk to me about where I can find your stuff. Uh, where I can follow you, where I can find all of your information. Well, everything is going to be Brother Hassan. B-R-O-T-H-A. Hassan is H-A-S-S-A-N. It's always going to be Brother Hassan. Right now, I'm basically shadow banned on almost every social media platform you can think about. Um, Instagram, Twitter for the most part. So it's kind of hard to find my stuff. One of my pages got shut down, so I'm trying to... Revamp the uh, new page and come back up, but everything's always gonna be brother Hassan. Is YouTube rocking? YouTube is rocking. I just don't necessarily have a lot of material. Um, there's no real conscious movement here in South Florida. Niggas don't want to hear that shit. So, <laughs> so the material is like here and there. I might get a lecture here and there. It's, it's, it's horrible down here, man. <laughs> nah, we're here. We just man, George Zimmerman just went to Win Dixie early. Ain't nothing happened to George Zimmerman. Shit happened down there. He yeah, still. Where did he go to Win Dixie? Man, it's a few times George Zimmerman done came down to Miami. A few times he done came down to Miami. Yeah. One time he got ran up out of here. But again, man, you know. He be in Publix, man. Yeah, he be in Publix, Win Dixie, walking around signing autographs. Ain't shit happen to him. So Damn. Probably in. Yeah, Florida's, Florida's he, hard, man. He won't do it in Miami Gardens or the city. realize how racist That's what the I'm state saying, is. Though, well, like, they, don't, they don't realize how racist it is because Florida actually, when you think about it, was the lynching capital per capita. Right. The, yeah. So, so yeah, you, Texas, racist. Louisiana didn't have anything on um, Florida's lynchings. 
Remember what Rosewood wasn't nothing. Remember what they used to do to the black babies? They used to feed them to the oh, gators. Oh yeah, alligator babies. <laughs> so that's why I'm not a. That's why I'm not. I don't. Di- when I start learning more things, I start falling out of sports. So we all know the uh, the, the gator, gator team. Gator bait. They have this thing where they clap with their hands. Yeah, the gator bait. That's gator bait. Hmm. That comes from when they used to feed for the, the black babies. babies yeah, yeah the gators. Al- so there's a lot of things I don't rock with now. You know what I'm saying? When I got a level of enlightenment, but that's back to your question, there, I'm basically banned on everything, but. I should be up and running soon. So, but whenever you up and running, it's gonna be some variation of Brother Hassan. It's gonna be some variation. Do you of Brother hashtag Hassan? Brother Hassan? I do. That's yeah. probably one of the most hashtag things. You hit Brother Hassan, you're gonna get ten thousand dollars per. Excuse me, ten po ten thousand dollars posts or whatever. You know what I'm right. trying to say? A whole ten thousand posts. Yeah, definitely. ten thousand posts. Yeah. Okay, and 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 on this show, before we close, we give an opportunity to give a final message. So, what what is your final thought today? Kill that cracker inside of you. Every African, <laughs> every African needs to kill that cracker. And what I mean by that cracker inside of them, I'm being dead ass serious. Every African has to kill that cracker inside of them. It shouldn't be. I'll give you a quick little story. One time I was at the library, and um, I'm walking out the library. There's four, four kids walking out, right? They were standing on the corner. Excuse me. They're, they're on the corner, and I'm walking out. And one of the jits looked at me, and he was like, nigga, what the fuck you looking at, nigga? Puss ass nigga, don't you know how I kill you? And I looked at him. I was like, damn, brother, you know, don't disrespect. I didn't mean to look at you, et cetera, et cetera. Go over there, talk to him for a little bit, chat it up with him, ease the situation down. And I tell him, I say, you don't even know what type of dude I am. Like, you don't even know what I got up under my shirt. You know what I'm saying? And you can potentially get hurt fucking around with the wrong person. Talk to him a little more. And then I left. I thought about the situation in my head. I said, yo, this was like the 1920s, and there was four white men standing out there. They would say the same thing. What the fuck you looking at, nigga? Don't you know I'll kill you? So every African has to kill that white man living inside of them. Mm. That's my point. That's dope. Jeez. That's dope. Uh, Ashley, any final thoughts? Yeah, there's quite a few. <laughs> Just give us one. Give the us last, one fucking thought. <laughs> last time I came on the show, I um, I was so against um girl trips, and I was so um, I was so adamant about being on solo trips and how girl trips are ultimately. My demise, but um, I went on a girl's trip to Spain, and um, I went with three other black women. And got arrested, and I almost went to jail. Mm. But I'm proud to say this: a crack ass crack in a foreign country does not intimidate me. I will go to jail any time, any day. I will die for this shit. And um, when the crack ass lady viewed her racism at me, and I threw her down the escalator. Whoa. I can honestly say this. I know that she will, from here on out, think wait. twice. Yeah, yeah. Later oh, 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 oh now it's wait, right? <laughs> uh, it's wait. Now it's wait. Hey, and I agree she with th- She threw a grown-ass woman down the escalator. It's wait I now. I did. Yeah, this I ass did. almost went to jealous pain. And I will do it again. How'd you make it back? <laughs> the police officer she ran to was scared of me as well. He backed up. He was like, Whoa. And he was like, oh, it was just a mistake. So that's another thing that was kind kind of um, eye raising to me. Like, damn, they don't militarize their 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 officers anywhere else but here. So, so far from my from my travel experiences, like he was like he had the gun, he had the power, he could have automatically pulled out a gun. Like, damn, this cracker. I mean, this black woman's no, my up sister, you have the power. Is that what I, I'm saying? I really do. The I do. cracker is I the do. cracker, no matter I, what continent he I on. I did, and period. I made him feel like at the end of the day that like. Regardless of you holding your zam, you are powerless against a black woman. But, but you know why they're not militarizing other countries, right? 
because it's not a large majority of black people. The militarization in America comes because it's directed towards black people. Right. And that's why other countries are a little more relaxed. Right. Like, you know, I go to Haiti. You know what I'm saying? You go to Haiti, you don't see police everywhere yeah. because it's basically a code of ethnics. I you steal something, you're going to get the wash. We're going to rock you to death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <laughs> in America, the police specifically are designed to keep niggas in line. That's it. That's what they were created for, right? When you have to go with the pass, they would call the patty rollers. 100%. That's what the fucking police are here to do. Keep niggas in line. And that's why it's so militarized here in the United States. I agree. That's crazy. But like at the end of the day, just like my black traveling people, don't be afraid to go to jail. Don't be afraid to die for this shit. Because these crack ass crackers, they're going to try you. Cause just because they feel like they're the they're the majority, and a lot of them like to think that just because you're black, they mistreat Africans like crazy in Spain. It was sickening to me. It was sick. It made me like I literally was sick to my stomach watching the mistreatment of Africans there. But they what they failed to realize that all black people are not the same, and they got that message when I might be on YouTube somewhere. They were recording me. Because when I was cussing out that lady by the police, and I was like, no, fuck that fucking ass pussy ass crack out. But it don't matter. Oh. I was willing to die for this shit. Because at the end of the day, you're gonna respect me as a black woman. I don't give a fuck if I'm in your shit. I'm gonna feel this way in America. I'm gonna feel this way in goddamn Europe. I'm gonna feel this way in Asia. I will die for this shit. So that's all I gotta say. You guys go to go to these states, be black, and don't let these crack ass crackers try you. Thank you. We all should die. We all should have Here to be Ben, any final thoughts? Jeez. Um, <laughs> thank you, Brother Hassan, for coming on tonight. It, it's, it's, it's been quite the experience. Um, Ashley, I expect everything from you that you said tonight. Uh, there was no shock there, so thank you as well. Um, I just want to point out that on Twitter earlier today, I saw... That uh, there was a story posted about an elephant who killed its uh, handler, and they fucking hung. And they hung the fucking elephant. I think you're on to something, brother Hassan. I think I, I think I think you're on the side. Oh, definitely. I mean, if you look at what was taking place during the Colin Kaepernick situation, right? What were they doing? They were hanging his jerseys up and burning them. What would they do to? Black men, they would yeah, hang them from a tree too. and burn them. Mm -hmm. So psychologically, they're still performing the same act. They want to burn Colin Kaepernick and hang him from a tree, but they they'll set up for his jersey. So it's all a psychological thing that they got they got going on in their mind, man. But you gotta kill that crack, cracker inside you, man. Kill that cracker. That's terrible. <laughs> but yes, other than that, please uh, tell a friend to tell a friend about the podcast. We're on every streaming platform available, and uh, thank you. My final thoughts is dick discipline is a real thing. Practice dick discipline. And also I have to plug our shit. Um, our Niggas and Nightmares Halloween costume party is this uh, Thursday, October 31st, Halloween. Make sure you pull up with your uh, costume. Um, tickets are on sale. You can go to our event right and get tickets. Uh, the, the, the Halloween co um, party is sponsored by Vegetarian Delight, 3150. Um, haven't sent hair so make sure you holler at our sponsors they'll be there as well free giveaways free prizes again get your tickets to the niggas in uh, nightmares halloween costume party also we will be um part of the survivor summit that's um um presented by care for crones um sybil will be throwing that on sunday october 27th be sure to also get your tickets you can follow her at the real toe 
Uh, we will be doing the Battle of the Sexes for the Survivor Summer Summit, which is a survival empowerment entrepreneurship summit. Chris. <laughs> final Chris, any final thoughts this evening? Um, yeah, I want to thank Ashley and uh, Brother Hassan for coming on. I have never witnessed these two niggas be washed by anybody. <laughs> You two have completely washed these niggas. Like, that was awesome. You know what I'm saying? I feel empowered. I feel educated. Um, I feel recharged. I needed that. Uh, my final thoughts this evening is it's convenient. Uh, when it's the podcast, it's us niggas. And then when niggas get washed, just watch these niggas. It's crazy, right? It's crazy. Niggas switch no, no, up no, real no, quick. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. No, it's follow us on Instagram. When niggas it's niggas the, get a sermon, it's <laughs> these niggas. It's funny how I decide <laughs> to eat a delicious snack for maybe two or three minutes. Two or and three all, minutes. And all of a sudden, and all of a sudden, three men lose their fucking tongues. While I eat a delicious snack. <laughs> so all I can think of is, God forbid, I have a flu. How will these young niggas function? Because Christ, if they can't say a word while I eat a delicious knep from the ancestors, stop if they can't stop function, stop if they can't snack. speak while I eat this delicious snack, then God help us all. I want to take you serious, so stop saying delicious snack. It's just delicious. And I was high as fuck, and I could not stop eating this You got mad at me when I fucking tried to take over. I didn't even realize, like... When Chris pointed at the cup, I was shocked. I didn't even know I did this. <laughs> like, I didn't know that I was going crazy like this. Oh my I tried God. To, I tried to step in and you got mad at me. I didn't know, I, didn't know I was going crazy. Nah, and I got a confession. That's why I brought the snacks. <laughs> he, he tried to, he sabotaged me. He said, he, I'm going to give these niggas snacks. I'm like, it's brilliant. This is the, this is the most... Mouth occupying <laughs> ass snack ever. ever. Because when you suck it, all you want to do is suck it. You don't want to talk. I'm going to incorporate this somehow into the graphics. <laughs> I wanted to capture oh, this moment. You sons of bitches. Ben, uh, do we have a song of the week? Thanks for coming, guys. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. I appreciate it. No, I appreciate we'll do a pleasure. part two again. No, we have to have you back. I'm not having you two motherfuckers together no, no, anymore. I've never been invited back on the show. No. <laughs> I, I, I love Brother Hassan. I've never been invited back on the you'll show. Be back. You'll be invited We're going to set a record. I needed a brother to back me up. Because I'm not bringing you back niggas back corner. together. Really I'm bringing you niggas back separately. No, 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 no. All right. Thanks for listening to the end. This is the NWL podcast. Peace. Fight the power. Knowing what I know in while the black band's sweating in the rhythm rock.